Radio's Dream Team. Rick Burgess, Bill Bubba Bussy, Calvin Speedy Wilburn, The Real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler. Come on, Dream Team. Six minutes past. 866, we be big as our number. Very superstitious. Willa Meats back in play. It's a brand new week. Hasn't spun yet. Writing's on the wall. Come on with it. Somebody say it. It's very superstitious. Hey. Letters about to fall. So uh, as we continue to uh, work our way back, things that you need to know about, uh, fix Mama's Mouse in play. If you haven't entered your mama, uh, you've got till Thursday the 28th to get that done. Uh, so go there, follow all the steps, and uh, get your mom entered. She can win a $15,000 dental makeover from Dr. Dudney and the Rick and Bubba Show. Welcome back for a brand new hour. Hey, Bubba. Rick, glad to be here, and thank all of you for being part of the little <laughs> of the Rick and Bubba experience. <laughs> Subconscious is so funny. No, I was typing it trying to, to do another search. Isn't it's that funny? funny. Yeah. All right, so we, we can't confirm that story yet, so if, if we if we do, we'll, we'll cover it. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, so Adler, I'm going to shift to what you and I oh. talked about. What? Did you find something? I may have found it. Oh, hang on. Hang on. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll hold that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, let's make sure. Let's just go on with your story. I want to plow on in and just yeah, get, I do too. get out there. I, 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 mean, I kind of want to make it part of the show. We've done, we've done it before. Uh, I mean, no, I think, I think this may – there is a story. I have found it, but it may be a satire side it came from. <laughs> Maybe. Which makes it even better. It may, well, yeah. you know why? You can't tell anymore. Well, Boy, I wish we even went with it. Gosh, Gosh almighty. But we didn't. <laughs> Sorry, friends. <laughs> well, look, I will say this. I did, see, I did see Bubba this morning scrolling through Babylon B, and we laughed at one headline after another. Well, yeah. we did. My, but uh, this is not uh, on that one. It's no. What, 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 uh, what were well, you not, thinking it was? Go, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead and tell us what story you thought. No, 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 no. Yeah, I mean, hey, we're halfway through the segment. Let's go ahead. No, 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 no. I'm just uh-huh. Was it on the sports pickle? <laughs> no, I'm trying to figure that's it out. That's funny. The, uh, by, by the way, did you see the one? Yeah, because you know Babylon B, they just give Osteen just fits. And they said the other day that Joel Osteen announced he thinks it's still too early to open the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, uh, Adler, oh, here it is. No, I'm sorry. Adler, so I'm going to I'm going to transition into a bizarre conversation yesterday that you and I talked close about. call, but we made it. Yeah, that's fine. It works either way. Yeah. All right, so you know our world. Our world is weird, and so I was um, I was in a texting conversation uh, with um, former Rick and Bubba intern uh, and uh, the one who brings us Dr. Lou Lance Ingram. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're in a texting conversation about something else, and and all of a sudden he just casually throws out, "Can't believe y'all have never talked on the show about the fact that you talking about me were in Free Willy two three. And I said, uh, and I think he's, I thought was that some joke about our weight? I mean, I didn't, you know what I mean? Because yeah, you know, you know all yeah. fat people. Any free willy comment could be oh, directed yeah. at you in some derogatory way. You know, if you've got any kind of weight issues or if you're like the president and you're morbidly obese. But anyway, so so I went I didn't even I didn't even do anything with it. I even thought to myself, I don't even know where Lance is going with this. I don't even make sense. So I put back, yeah, ha ha, but it didn't even know I said, by the way, I wasn't in Free Willy Three. So then I, he starts now getting aggressive. So you weren't in Free Willy Three? And I'm like, is this a real conversation? <laughs> so so now we get into the story. Now we get into the story. Okay. Okay. I remember my kids watching those Willie movies and all that. So he has a neighbor. He said, hey, our kids were watching Free Willie 3. So we all got into it, 
And so we all, you know how you do when you watch movies, you're like, man, where's that guy? Where do I know that guy from? You know, he went on to be in something else. So they said, let's go look at the cast of Free Willy 3. And when they went to look at the cast, pull it up on the screen, Adler. So they go to do the full cast of Free Willy 3. Keep scrolling. Now we get to the end of the cast. Just watch this. You're not going to believe what's about to happen. So they keep scrolling, keep scrolling. Right, going keep through scrolling. the list here. There's the whole cast. Look, here's everybody in it. Mm-hmm. There's everybody. Uh-oh. What in the world? Playing the character Smiley Rick. is Rick Burgess with my picture in the full cast of Free Willy 3. <laughs> Smiley. What? in the world? First of all, uh, how did that happen? Uh, did you cut audio or something? <laughs> forget. Am I in free? Willy That's 3? a pretty big deal. I want to watch it now I mean, and see who Smiley is. Was there a radio? Rick, I don't broadcast? know if I'm the guy you want to ask right, <laughs> right now. But, well, so I, he, so, so I realize now that was a real conversation. He was really saying, <laughs> "Can't believe y'all have never referenced on the air that Rick was in Free Willy Three. I said we didn't reference it because I'm not in it. And uh, and then he says, "My neighbor says they looked at the cast and you're in it. So here's what I think." I think there is an actor named Rick Burgess who is in Free Willy Three and some that is hilarious and some minor character, but they when they went to Google pictures of Rick Burgess, my picture came up and they've mistakenly put it on the cast. Don't you think? Probably guy. Probably guy has my same name. Have you looked at the whole? No, I haven't. Even when you go to Wikipedia and look up, um, you just type in Rick Burgess Free Willy Three. Oh my goodness! Wikipedia shows the name. Rick Burgess. You're all over this, I think, is probably. I'm looking at the uh, internet database, Rick, IMDB, and in the cast, there is a Rick Burgess as Smiley, but it doesn't show your picture. Yeah, do you think? It doesn't show a picture at all. I went to the. uh, I didn't know what your text meant yesterday at all. I went to the IMB. You wouldn't, Greg. I know. Yeah. (laughs) But I I felt like I was supposed to. I said, what did I miss? Uh, It is. that. That's what's going on here. So I went to the IMDB, uh, I guess, profile page of rick burgess mm. and it says that you've been in movies like cold squad uh the you twist of faith uh let's see viper uh i mean it just keeps, keeps on going rick, down. I remember you in viper you reindeer really games yeah rumble um, in the bronx yeah okay so but there's no picture of the guy you know where I say Boogie uh-uh. Nights. Uh-uh. Greg, no, I would. <laughs> There's a bunch of them like that. <laughs> I got a great line, uh, but I can't think of the name of the movie right now. If I come up with it, it's a, yeah. and there it is, Free Willy. Yeah. So anyway, what's happening? <laughs> the rescue. You do have a 1997. Yeah. You've got one of these IMDb yeah, things about, too. Yeah, but yeah. I both so, did. Can I ask you a question? Why but, was Lance looking at the cast of Free Willy? No, no. Three? You didn't his, hear the story. You didn't hear yeah, that. Yeah. His his neighbor. Comes over to him and says, I "says I can't believe that Rick Burgess was in Free Willy 3. And okay. Lance is like, what is he talking uh. about? And he said that they watched the movie and they saw, I don't know who they saw, somebody they saw in it. They wanted, you know how you do? What? You want to go, who is that guy? How would I know him from? Yeah, but mm-hmm. you didn't, you weren't, they didn't see somebody in the movie they thought. No, no, no. Just they, the name. They went to the cast. Oh, I Yeah, it. and so when they went to the cast trying to figure out who's oh, in it. Oh, then they saw They, they saw were looking for somebody His picture else. was there. Yeah, yeah. there's one guy that actually looks like her dad, right about three uh, or four. But Greg, do you know, yeah. the reason why they thought I was in it is because it is a picture yeah, of me. Exactly. They were with, looking for somebody With my name else. underneath. And, but whoever uh, fills these things out, this is what I was getting to with your IMDb, mm-hmm. is when you go Rick Burgess actor, there's actually a Google search that also puts son 
that you could pick. And with Blake being in the business, they've probably just tied all this together yeah. and go, well, his son's an actor. He must be an actor, too. He's got an IMDb yeah. here. He's been in things. Right. And uh, they said you, his brother you, was in Tangled Web. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, everybody knows that. Greg, yeah. what sadly, somebody said they looked at the cast of that, and they're on Carjack Victim. has got me in there. <laughs> <laughs> Another bird. But if you if you pull up the full cast right, and crew part. on IMDb, it has Rick Burgess and not the picture. And when you click on Rick Burgess, it's that Rick Burgess and his What's page. What's he look like? I got to see. It doesn't show a picture. He doesn't have a picture. Uh, what's so, it what, look like? so, what happens? Somebody, whoever builds these. You're going to have to watch the movie to see who Smiley is. <laughs> and, I, and I got a feeling Smiley's briefly in there. Yeah, it's brief. I'm yeah. sure it's very brief. All right, here we go. But is that not hilarious? It is. Very uh, funny. You, you're very free Willie Three picture, Smiley. Pi- just like you tried to do yesterday, picture me trying to wrap my mind around it. <laughs> When I'm being asked about it, why am I being asked about Free Willy Three? I don't, you know, I'm trying to figure out the joke. Is it is it a fat joke? Is it? You You may have seen him in Free Willy (laughs) Three. So so we started back and forth. Lance and I. Lance was like, we started doing stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, you may know him as Smiley. And then then Lance was doing the thing like you're out somewhere. Wait a minute, do I? Are you smiley and free? <laughs> Wait a minute. Where do I know you from? Oh, that's good. You didn't have so, a beard then. Yeah. So, and the fact that it's a character named Smiley, oh, really? it, it opens itself up for sure incredible fodder. Yeah. But, uh, but anyway, night, there, there's an actor stuff. with the same name, and somebody lazily because you, <sighs> so you're good. right. Bub and I have been. We've talked yeah. about it in a few movies. I got a son that's been in. It a doesn't help that Blake's got yeah, his stuff and, out and there. And so they just looked up and said, "That must be the Rick Burgess that's yeah. in Free Willy yeah. Three. Throw, throw that picture up there." And I wish I would have just happened upon it. Yeah. So oh yeah. And that, and you can't find a picture of the other guy. No. So they might have just said, "All right, we can go with the picture we got a Rick." That's you're just you. But just how conversations like that start, and you're like, "What are we talking about?" So I think that'll have you listed in the uh, Music City Miracle documentary. I think you're now, right. You were in it more than you were Free Willy Three. Yeah. Like, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 you're right. So funny on that one. Sherry's like. All right, you're in that lot more than I thought you were. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I am not Smiley in Free Willy 3. All right, we'll be back. More Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. 21 minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba show as uh, we make our way back. So for those of you that had over in the Rick and Bubba resume, Rick, uh, you may know him as Smiley from Free Willy 3. Uh, that is incorrect information. So, uh, so that is so funny. Yeah, I, it, was, it was so funny because you know, we hadn't updated those in a while. We might need to get in there and clean some of that well, up. Well, it's just the fact that you would just you realize how long it Ladies takes. Ladies and gentlemen, to, you may walk. Right. <laughs> hey, coming up next, you may recognize him as Smiley from Free Willy Three. But the and you know what this is going to and the band American Citizen yeah. <laughs> <laughs> lead singer. This is going to lead to when you get on a rant, I'm going to calm down, Smiley. I know. I thought of that. When I saw the character, I thought yeah. as soon as Greg finds out the character is Smiley, that is my new calm name. Calm down, Smiley. The, uh-huh. um, but do you realize how when a conversation starts so off course, how long it takes for you to even figure out what everybody's talking oh, about? Oh, I know. That is, that is crazy. You're um, coming off the ranch. I know. But anyway, um, Bubba, we say goodbye today to oh. Ken Osmond. Uh, who played Eddie Haskell? Thank you for bringing it up. Yeah, Everybody loved on Living Through. You're not allowed to bring it up. Wow. And uh, they did say, though, he left $3 million to the Trump campaign. <laughs> <laughs> and for some reason, he's getting buried in Huntsville. <laughs>
No, that's oh, not true. Y'all. Uh, but anyway, was that character perfect? Oh, Eddie I've, known, I've, I've known, known several Gosh, Eddie Haskell. The, Hed- the Eddie Haskells. Yeah, we would like. even talk about it. We go, well, you know who he is. He's mm, Eddie yeah, Haskell. Yeah. You know, oh, yes, sir, Mr. and Mrs. Burgess. You know, your buddy be doing oh, that. Yeah. And, then, and then when they go away, he got you in all kind of mischief. Oh, yes. Ted used to claim I was a little Haskell. Who was? Gerald. He would claim I was, had a little Haskell. Oh, you got that. You got that. You know how to appropriately act around family. Yeah. You know, he this guy, uh, Ken Osmond, is that his name? Yeah. He played this character perfect. Perfect. Now, he was typecast. That was it. He couldn't play anything else. I know. You know, do you see where he became a police officer and actually got shot in the line yeah. of duty? No, I like remember. Four I think, or five times? Yeah. What if he pulled you over and right. you looked up and you went, what a minute. It could have happened. He said he grew a mustache when he was a police officer so people would quit, you know, going, hey, Eddie Haskell's over here trying to arrest me. What about when you get one of those those deals and that character is so strong and then it becomes in syndication and now generations are watching it even after Everybody, you're yeah. you're long done with it and they they use you they use it as a term you're pulling an Eddie Haskell. No, I, I listen, my my friends have brought Eddie Haskells into the house. Yeah. Uh and like you say, I think at times you and I could be a little bit of an Eddie Haskell. Sure. Uh, you think? Yeah. Uh <laughs> I can't believe I he, wasn't. I can't believe he couldn't get another acting role after that because he was funny in that. Oh, I mean, he great. he was great. And, and I, the, the minute the parents would leave the room, he started hacking on the beat. <laughs> <laughs> but I love hey, that. How, how quick Stopping he could turn the, turn it on and off. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, funny. hi, Miss Haskell. <laughs> you look wonderful. It smells <laughs> great. Whatever you're cooking in the kitchen. <laughs> Isn't that funny? <laughs> so uh, of course, <laughs> COVID nineteen got him. Oh wow! Okay. Nah, nah, Rick nah, nah, <laughs> they don't know what I it was. <laughs> and somebody turned off their car right when you said that. Yep, COVID-19. And they go Well, you know what? Nowadays, they can tie you to COVID-19 yeah. no matter what. Yeah. Greg, what was the shooting? Th- I mean, he was shot like four or five yeah, times. Yeah, said he was chasing somebody. I heard it was seven. And, uh, they, 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 they said he had a bulletproof vest on or it would have. I mean, right. he, he would probably killed him, but wow, he got it. He just said it. He just belt buckle and all this man. Now listen to this. Belt buckle. Listen to this. Yeah, I went with that. Added that. It says he 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 started as a child actor. His first speaking part at the age of nine. It was in Free Willy three. No, at the age of nine. <laughs> I, heard long- a, I heard he was in Smokey and the Bandit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a classic. He was in the film So Big with Jane Wyman, uh, and then they're saying he was in a lot of things. He also guest starred on some television series. He was in Lassie. The Adventures of Ozzy and Harriet, Wagon Train, hey. uh, Fury, and uh, I don't know who Loretta Young is, but the, and uh, said he. The, then in '57, Bubba, he auditioned for Eddie Haskell, and uh, that was just supposed to be a guest appearance. But everybody loved the character so much, they said, "You, my friend, will be staying." Yes, he, <laughs> he was a good character. Yeah. I, I, so, so in defense of you guys, y'all have it right. In 1980. He was struck by five bullets mm-hmm. while in a foot chase with Man. a suspect that was uh, suspected of a car theft. He was protected from four of the bullets by his bullet-resistant vest. The fifth bullet ricocheted off his belt buckle. It yeah. did what off of it? Rick, what I say? I'd have no idea. Ricocheted. Yeah, okay. right. yeah, that's it. That wasn't the first round. Okay. Okay. We knew what you uh, LAPD. It was, close. Right. it was close. You were close. Imagine if you're getting arrested and you're looking at Sadie Haskell. Mm-hmm. He was placed on disability and eventually retired from the force in 1988. How about this? To get shot four times and continue the chase. That's pretty good, isn't it? Well, he's Eddie Haskell. Guys, how about here's another one. He also filed a class action lawsuit in 2007 against the Screen Actors Guild, asserting that SAG had overstepped its authority in collecting foreign royalties without disclosing the collection agreements until he, Greg, and Jack Klugman uh, threatened to file suit together. And they settled with Klugman and uh, Osman in 2010. That's a strange pair to be teaming up. It is.
Undoubtedly, you, he went. He went to get Jack Klugman. So I tell you one thing: you're not going to shut us out. No, hey, Jack, we need to fight this. And Greg, who was the actor that looked kind of like Jack Klugman that was in Three's Company? Uh, Norman. I don't remember his uh, name. Wasn't it Norman something? They played. Uh, yeah. What was the, uh, the he, original guy that was apartment took, owner before Don Knotts? Yeah, but he, he was original before Don Knotts. Yeah. Anyway, but do you remember he, the one of the funniest things he said? You remember when Jack Klugman had Quincy on there, and it was it was really well known the the show Quincy. Yeah. Well, this Norman, whatever the actor that was the original landlord before Don Knotts on Three's Company, you know the guy I'm talking about, right? Right. Well, he resembled Jack Klugman a little bit, and when he was, I never will forget it. He was <laughs> on the Tonight Show, and of course the show Quincy was huge, and. Johnny brought up the Jack Club thing. He goes, "Oh yeah." He goes, I'm, "I'll go down the street." And people go, "Hey, Quincy!" <laughs> <laughs> remember on Three's Company how he'd crack a good one? He'd look at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> remember, he was funny. He was a funny character. He was, and we forgot that Don Knotts was on that. I, you know, mm-hmm. I didn't like you know Rick. Uh-oh. I didn't like him as anybody, but maybe Mr. Chicken or what was that he played? Yeah, those he goes movies, to Mr. Chicken, yeah, they, but yeah, I just about the Apple I Dumpling had, Gang. Oh, I loved that when I was a kid. To yeah. me, Don Knotts was almost that same character. Remember Cam yeah, Conway? Yeah, sure. And no, he kind of was on Three's Company. His too. Barney, though. Golly. <clears throat> uh, Barney. Doesn't get any better. It doesn't. Great, I mean, you can't touch it. Right. One of the greatest characters ever put on TV was, Unreal. was, was but Barney But he'd do that same thing on Three's Company. He'd pull that tool belt up. Yeah. You remember he wore them old, you know? He wore them old. Uh, flowery shirt. Them old suits. jumpsuit. Yeah. yeah, then polyester uh, leisure suits. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, uh, Greg, that, those episodes with Barney though, the one yeah. where where he's the one that's off key singing, and he's oh, certain yeah. it's not him. He's trying to yeah. find who, and he's trying to find it. He's it getting is. on everybody, looking around like it's not. Golly. <laughs> and then they bring Gomer to sing. You know, even though no way that'd be believable, but but they but, but, but Gomer back there behind the, the curtain, and they go, <laughs> and he thinks it's him. <laughs> Okay, what about when Andy's trying to get him to be quiet? That a little lower, yeah. a little lower, right, a little perfect. Little lower, <laughs> perfect. Lower. You can't even right there. Because <laughs> Andy was perfect with it. Oh, uh, that, look, look, and there he is on Three's Company. You're right. So he's basically Barney Five. That same eyes, yeah. same Mr. same Furley. deal. It, is it Mr. Greg? How did you come I up with Mr. Furley? Any Mr. Furley? Any way you come up with the last name of the guy that liked Jack Klugman, who we think his name is Norman? <laughs> Dang it. Mr. The original landlord. I'm to look him up. Any way at oh. all? <laughs> look him up, right? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, oh, I should know this. And Greg, think about the jokes oh. that guy was making about Ritter's character. Yeah. Oh, oh, today, yeah. today, you can't get away today, with he'd that. be run out on the rail. Yeah. You know, you, you couldn't have that show on TV today. But see, he was faking that, so it was right. okay. But yeah. Norman failed. Stanley, yeah. yeah. Norman yeah. failed. Yeah. And then Stanley was the Stanley Rope. Yeah, because yeah. he had the wife. Remember that would come yeah. in and uh-huh. Helen, Helen. But I mean, the jokes he was making though on what he thought about John Ritter. Though, oh, right. Yeah. And he, and he had. He, I mean, you couldn't. You couldn't have that on TV. It was funny. Uh, we'll come back. We'll go phone trolling next. Anything you want to talk about at eight six six. We be big. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. I can't. Stop Without him, brother. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Oh, there is no other. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Wait, uh, 35 minutes. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. 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 Rick and Bubba, Rick and
We're back. 35 minutes past the hour. 866, we be big as our number. All right, I got to ask you right now. Did anybody, do you think Michael Helms, do you think you're paying too much for car insurance and homeowners? Do you have any idea? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. You got two minutes? I have no idea. You got two minutes? I do. All right, well, if you got two minutes, I mean, right now, everybody's like, hey, man, what do you hear right now, Bub? Cash is king. Cash. You got to have cash. Cash is king right now. It really is, by the way. Uh, so, uh, but it, you could go to gabi.com slash Bubba, G A B I.com slash Bubba. Go there right now. It's free for you to use. And in, in, in minutes, uh, you'll be able to compare your homeowner's insurance uh, and your car insurance to 40 other insurance companies that are available. And you may find that there's a better deal for the exact same coverage that you currently have. And they're averaging about $825 a year. People going and saying, there's $825 I was throwing down the toilet. But you may find, which no big deal because it didn't cost you anything, you may find that the coverage that you're getting and the and the deal that you've got with your insurance company is the best in the market. And then you go, okay, good, peace of mind. Uh, so go there now, gobby.com slash Bubba. That's G-A-B-I.com slash Bubba. Uh, by the way, here's what you love about them. They do not sell your information to anybody. You're not going to get any kind of spam or robocalls or nothing like that. G-A-B-I.com slash Bubba. There's a link at rickandbubba.com also there under the sponsors button. All right, so we we will get to some phone calls coming up shortly. But, Bubba, this thing with, with Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan, the you know we we just finished the documentary and uh, wow, how much uh, we just really enjoyed that. It came along at a great course. time. I mean, I love mm-hmm. Korean baseball as next as much mm-hmm. as the next guy, <laughs> and I've become a real fan of the do uh, was it Doosan Bears or whatever. But you know, this was a great time to get back and and relive these things that we saw as kids. Yeah. So and and there was some sadness to it as well. You yep. know, to yep. to realize that. Look, I love the sports side of it. I do think he's the greatest basketball player until further notice that we've ever seen. But you also saw in this a sadness, and that is his identity is in basketball. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's it. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't have anything else. Uh, and that part, to me, I found sad uh, that, uh, that that's really his whole world. Uh, and, uh, and, and, I, that's, and, that, and that's okay, but when we get to – you know, if that was used to point to something other than that, it probably is a little more valuable uh, when it all comes down to the end. But we saw him. Part of the sad part was him lonely in this mansion. Yeah, you know, staring out the window. Uh, and I went back and saw some of the history. They were talking about the reason that he even went out and played for the Wizards, which we wish had not happened. They said honestly, like we said, he wouldn't. He wasn't as good. At these other roles in basketball business, as you would think, you would think that work ethic would work in business, but they said it really didn't. That he because the thing that drives him is actually playing the game, yeah. not coaching the game, well, that's what he not, was good not, at. not managing yeah. the game. They said he really overall, now, this thing in Charlotte may change. He hasn't been very successful in the other parts of of basketball except playing, where he was the best. And they said that really he ran on, he started playing for the Wizards because he just he couldn't get that other part. To fill that void, he was trying to help them out. They right. were terrible, but but they and get some fans in the seat. Well, but they were saying is he realized he can't put together right. teams. His solution to making a team good is for him to play on it, right? You know, yeah. well, <laughs> and he, you know, he was in charge. Which, of by who, the way, that worked of who they drafted, and uh, some of them didn't pan out. So yeah. they end up getting rid of it. 
Well, and they, he, he wasn't happy about that. And they said also, I read an article about this yesterday, uh, some things I didn't know, and they didn't put in the documentary because, you know, Jordan's company did the doc- documentary. <laughs> but there's that he w- he started being abrasive with the players like he was as a player. Mm-hmm. Well, when it's uh, when you like and I, Burrell. when you when you and I are out <laughs> he was in, on when him, you man. and I are on the battlefield and I'm encouraging you and you're encouraging me, that's one thing, but he also fell victim to what? A softer generation. Yep, yep. These players start coming in, and he would dog them and stuff like that in his new role, and, and they didn't like it. They didn't respond the way his teammates did. But anyway, so we saw this mansion, and uh, it looks like this mansion has been up for sale for how long? Yeah, it's it's been on the market since February of 2012, Rick. And uh, there's several stories out today. Will the Last Dance uh, docuseries help him sell this home? Now, it originally was listed for $29 million. This house is amazing. It keeps going. It looks like a mall. Um, it it failed to sell at auction with a reserve <clears throat> minimal price of $13 million. Wow, it does like a mall. It is currently listed uh, for sale for fourteen eight five five. That's $14 million. Eight hundred and fifty-five thousand. Which, ironically, by the way, you think those numbers might sound strange? They add up to the number twenty-three. Yeah, that is funny. So, but I mean, it it has a big twenty-three on the front gate. I mean, it is. It was built for Michael Jordan. What he does, how he liked to do things, uh, his lifestyle, and some of the realtors are saying, you know, it just doesn't fit because. The closest thing price-wise in the market, even in that in that area, is like nine million. Right. If so I was LeBron James, I would buy it and take that number off and put mine on it, <laughs> and I wouldn't even live there. <laughs> but that's what I would do yeah. if I was LeBron, <laughs> just to send a message: Hey, you put out this documentary, and that's good, and everybody is, everybody remembers how good yeah. you are. How about I'm buying your house and putting my number up? I don't want. I'm to do buying that it and setting you to the curb. <laughs> now, y'all talking about the house in the documentary? Yeah, because they say that's not his house. The one, the one in the documentary, he was overlooking. Like, well, that's what I thought. I, was well, they said I don't he think that's the same thing. They said he wouldn't use his house. Yeah, I don't think this is the same one. I thought as, I'd as saw that earlier. And well, I, they, I they showed him going through the gates with the 23 on it. it says, several the glass. last dance wasn't filmed in Michael Jordan's real home. See, I think that okay. was some kind of ocean view. Well, that's what I thought. Yeah. Whose that house is not he in? an ocean? Well, he's probably either. got more than one house. But he's close well, sure, to Lake yeah. Michigan, it says. So there wasn't so there even, is water. It was none. Of, it was it none. Of, a huge window, ocean view, seemingly empty room, yeah. the kitchen. The, Who is that? Whose that, house? It's is not that? his. It's not even one of his houses. I don't think so. Huh? So it's just some random house. It said, however, obvious it seems, the crew wouldn't. The last dance actually isn't filmed in Jordan's real house, located in Jupiter, Florida. He just wasn't allowing. Instead, the crew found three different houses near his home to film in. All right, so let me, let me stop. Now my <laughs> How mind's going crazy. Is all that? This house for sale is not even the Jupiter, Florida home, right? No, this one for sale is in Chicago. Well, no, he has a house in Jupiter. Florida. No, no, I got you. But I'm talking about this house yes, we're Rick, talking you're right. about you're that right. is for sales in Chicago. Okay. Yes, correct. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. and then he's yeah. living currently. Maybe they're just saying the fact that the 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 documentary's got his name back out there by talking about yeah. it. Yeah. Not so much that you saw it on the thing. Right. right. That people might be back in, I want yeah. something Michael Jordan. Right. Yeah. I want right. to buy And to Bubba's home. point, but they show him yeah. entering, leaving, practicing, being at home and because of the yeah, behind the scenes the, in this home. Yeah, just when he's sitting there talking, yeah. he's not yeah. in this home. Right. You're right. They probably yeah. showed his home. Yeah, this home's featured in there on the timeline yeah. things yeah. and all that. But you're saying when he sits down, I'm looking out a window at the ocean or whatever that is. Or Gulf of Mexico, or whatever it is, if it's but whatever side he's wherever he is, if it's Jupiter, I, I guess that would be what the, the, the actual know. ocean wouldn't it? But anyway, mm-hmm. so so Atlantic, he's Atlantic. yeah, that's not him. But we see this house in the documentary on the time yeah. on the timeline. Okay, so and and, and, and the yeah. fact that he's now everybody's all into 
And uh, and then I was thinking, would if, isn't LeBron twenty three? Yeah, he is. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't even have to change the number. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he can just leave the number the same. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, LeBron needs to buy the house. Bottom line, it's he even does. got 23. He does. And he can lease it out to the guys in Chicago if he needs to. Yeah. Why don't Michael just Players. keep it and have it when he goes to Chicago? I mean, he's not yeah. hurting for money, is he? I don't that's a big old. That's a, that's y'all, a big that old is. House. I want you to think about it right now. Hey, I'm looking. I'm looking I, for Greg. Hey, look, make it to Michael. Make it to Michael Jordan Museum. Yeah, and no, run people through there. There you go. And that it made Graceland. Do a Graceland move yeah. on it. Yeah, that may Just make don't more be sense. buried in the backyard. Because how many no. people know? Are you going to sit down and talk to? To your point, Bubba, and they said, "Now, do you need a full basketball gym?" <laughs> uh, no, right. I, well, I don't know. Um, I am, I, I'm thinking about something with some room, fifty-six thousand square feet, work for you. <laughs> you're like fifty-six thousand square feet. What? That's <laughs> crazy. You know, there, that's a that's the thing you have to watch for if you're the house in a market, and and you're like, okay, like you said, the next thing down for me is nine million. Mm-hmm. Now people, it's will, like Greg's house in Pleasant Valley. Do you realize oh, how? Whatever. Do you realize how tiny? His his group. I mean, no, if you're the realtor, your your potential clients. Well, that's a narrow. Yeah, sure you know, I mean, you got first of all, Greg. You got to have much jack <laughs> before, before we can even get started. Yeah, <laughs> that's like the there was a house that they used to show. You'd catch it on uh, the you know when stuff will pop up on the internet. And it was the largest house in Alabama. Remember, it had the guitar swimming pool, and it was appraised at whatever like fourteen million. Well, it sold for like four. Yeah. So you know how much it's worth four. It's yeah. not worth for yeah, it. It's, it's worth what people are going to give you. Yeah, yeah. I, I have that. You, you can appraise it all you want to, but if you I'm, can't get that for it, that ain't what it's worth. I, right. I have that conversation, and Sherry and I talk about it. I said, Sherry, let me tell you the only time, and you were talking about this a minute ago, Bubba, and you're right. The only time what people say anything's worth comes into play is taxes. <laughs> That's now, true. Now, now, they'll use that value for taxes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, you right. start trying to sell it, and all of a sudden, to Greg's point, I tell you what, everything's worth yeah. what people will pay for it. That's it. Yeah. Rick, yeah. the thing had, uh, let's see, it had uh, 19 bathrooms in it. It has. Uh, why? 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 Uh, you didn't have it three kids, did you? Why would you need? Yeah, that's it. No human It's like needs. nine bathrooms, 19 bathrooms, five fireplaces, a three-bedroom guest house, a three-multi-car garage. Um, uh, it's <laughs> it has a area, and I get to, it has an area for 20 people to sit and watch TV, uh, it has wow. a full basketball gym. Scotty mm-hmm. Pippen said that uh, that the gym and the workout area was used for grueling early morning workouts called the Breakfast Club, where Jordan first bulked up and uh, beefed up his physical uh, part to beat the Pistons. Beat the Pistons. Yeah, and they called it the Breakfast Club. <laughs> So, so Michael Jordan's house, and maybe with this, you know, all focused back on him. But I, Bubba, I think he may hit on it. May, turn it into Graceland. Oh yeah, right. I mean, yeah. I, wouldn't you want to see it? It's got a, it's got uh, a circular pool. It has a putting green with a uh, green island in the middle of the pool. Has tennis courts. You know, it's been on the market stuff. for eight years, y'all. Yeah. Wow, that's a lot of money. Very few people are gonna be able to buy that. Yeah. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. It's nine minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG. Phone calls coming in. Lines are available, and we'll get to those. And uh, and people are letting us know. I knew that he had gone home to die, but it, it looks like uh, uh, as of today, uh, they are announcing that Robbie Zacharias has passed away. And, you know, the great thing about Robbie Zacharias is the work that he has done 
for the kingdom of God is uh, is impressive and um, just um, uh, so much impact. But you know, not only did uh, did he try to point and show us in Christ how to live, he also showed us how to die. I mean, uh, he he died uh, in, in the way that a devout follower of Jesus is supposed to die, praising God the whole way. Yeah, he'd authored thirty <laughs> books. Uh, his career. Preaching 48 years, mm-hmm. had preached in uh, more than 70 countries. Yep. Mm. Great defender of the yep. faith and advancement of the kingdom, and and uh, so many lives impacted, uh, you know, of course by God ultimately, but through him, and, and he always made that very clear. Uh, but just the way he went home to die, just still putting out all the scriptures about who God is, even when you're getting ready to meet him and where he's mm-hmm. going, and he wasn't whiny about it or poor, poor, pitiful me, and all of that, he just handled it with such dignity. You know how he handled it? Like he really believed what he believed. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. how he handled it. He yeah. actually died the way somebody who believes that ought to die. Uh, so, uh, so Robbie Zacharias has passed on at the uh, age of 74 yep. and a cancer. Uh, we'll go to the phones, 866-WE-BE-BIG, uh, and there's room for you. TJ's in Tennessee. Hey, TJ, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you? Hey, guys, I got a Karen story for you. Oh, so oh watch him Karen's out there. <laughs> I stopped at a public grocery store in Palm Coast, Florida last Friday. I just need a couple items. I step into our aisle to look at something. I hear a lady yelling from the other end of the aisle and waving her arms. Well, I look over my shoulder to see who she's yelling at. <laughs> <laughs> then she comes... Down the aisle, pushing this heavy cart loaded, probably three hundred dollars worth of groceries. Now listen, if she hits me in the shin, I'm going down. Oh yeah, <laughs> she pull- <laughs> she pulls up to me and yells through her mask, "You are going the wrong way, Karen." Darn you, Karen! <laughs> I place my hand- <laughs> so I just place my hands out in front of me so she can handcuff me. Yeah, you know, <laughs> take me in, Karen. Well- <laughs> this up, she really got upset then. So she storms off. She waddles down that aisle. Hmm. She's either going to get the manager or call nine one one. I'm not sure. Mm. I didn't have a buggy, yeah. so I took hers and I pushed it down in the store. No, you did not, I, TJ. You did I, not. Well, I, you stole well, her buggy. I had to. I, I I didn't have a buggy, so I took hers. <laughs> I pushed the other in the store, and, and I pushed it through those swinging doors that lead to the butcher shop. Oh, wow. TJ, you I didn't was. you didn't do that, did you? Well, I I, I, I had to. I had to do something. <laughs> well, you got to teach Karen's a lesson. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, if if you're truly doing he something, gets tickled, doesn't he? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I understand his his desire to do that. I just didn't know anybody who actually would. <laughs> yeah, but you still don't. Uh, but the but I'm just saying that if a guy if somebody's putting someone in danger or whatever, fine. But these grocery stores, the way they're set up, and they're just doing that so they can check the list that we tried to set up one way. It, it's very complicated. Mm-hmm. Grocery shopping really doesn't work the way they've got these arrows <laughs> lined up. Mm-hmm. And if somebody, if you've got distance from somebody, they're minding their own business. They they you know have a mask on if they're supposed to, and they're not anywhere near you. Who cares? Yeah. You know, I started down an Karen. aisle the, wrong, the right way, and, and I forgot I, I needed milk, which was behind me. Yeah. I was like, yeah. See, and then that, somebody entered that aisle, so I had to walk all the way down the aisle around <laughs> the other one back to where that's I needed. clearly – you should be able to double back. Yeah, you can double back. I'm going to double back. Uh, Holly and Alabama – just walk backwards? Yeah. There you <laughs> yeah. go. Yeah, 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 let's do that. There it is again. Holly, go ahead. 
Good morning, guys. How are y'all? Good. We're great. Uh, I was just calling about um, Nancy, Nancy Pelosi's comments about the president and taking the hydroxychloroquine. Mm-hmm. Uh, that has, as you pointed out, has been used for 50 years, but it's taken every single day by Americans and people around the world with lupus and other diseases. Yeah. And uh, honestly, this is ugly, but I just don't see how anybody can take seriously anything she says, considering her eyebrows are like two inches above where they should be from all her facelift. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I don't know why. Um, why are they running down so far down the side of her face? I mean, she she didn't even stop at the eyebrows. She's bringing it down almost to to her eye sockets. It's her cheekbones. And that's exactly right. It, it looks terrible. My She's, mother's the one that pointed it out. My husband couldn't figure out how we figured out what was going on. Pretty thing, like, I'll tell you that. You can't tell that, you know, they're two inches above where they should be. So I don't see how anybody can take her seriously. But, you know, the same thing could be said about the president with orange hair. So Yeah, no doubt. Uh, Neither one of them, you know, but, does somebody say this is the look I'm going for. But 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 oh, no, oh, but, no. uh-uh. but her comments but in, in, are outrageous. Her comments are just outrageous, and they're totally biased. They're not yeah, based right. on anything else other than, you know, I, I, I don't like him, and I don't, I, I don't want him to be reelected. So everything I say comes through the prism of of in the filter of my I despise Trump. Period. None of it has any standing. Mm-hmm. Uh, hydroxychloroquine is and, and what Bubba said last hour, and we've been talking about. It's the president of the United States. He has his own physician that knows what's going on with him twenty four seven. Please, it's, it, I, I go back to this. I think what bothers me more. More than the comment is the fact that these these people on the far left think we're a bunch of chumps. They think they just think we're stupid. Uh, well, you, how about this? If he's reckless and he he gets COVID nineteen from staffers or somebody's in the White House, then they'll blame him for being reckless and walking around and not taking care of himself. If he takes this as a protective, uh, you know, um, I guess measure to make sure he doesn't, then they blame him for taking it. He can't. He, he can't win in their eyes. No, what well, that's it. And, and, and then you go to Bubba's uncomfortable point. I thought y'all didn't like him. If he's doing something that might kill him, you ought to be happy. You know I mean, Nancy and them have been asking that's him really to step down for what three and a half years. Yeah. So if he's if he's doing something that's going to harm his health, what do you care? Right. Even the Clintons don't even have to get involved. Right. Yeah, they should be going. Take for a change. <laughs> yeah, double up, Rick. They're there if you need them. Though. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 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 We're right over here. In case you need us, we're right here. Yeah. All right. So we'll come back top of the hour. If you're leaving us right now, have a big day. If uh, if you're staying with us, Lord willing, we'll be back. Also, don't forget check the website. The next uh, the next big gift giving season coming up is Father's Day. Be paying attention. Obviously, there's things you can get for Dad there at rickandbubba.com. Uh, but also, we may have a a special opportunity for you coming up just for Father's Day here in the next day or so. Be looking for that. Um, we'll be back. 866-WE-BE-BIG. More of the Rick and Bubba Show coming up. Lord willing, right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Established in 1994 and continuing to offer the perfect balance of inspiring hope, unwavering truth, and a touch of goofiness. The Rick and Bubba Show. Six minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport. Never could believe 
Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, all here this hour. Eddie Van Adler also uh, has uh, the YouTube option for you and working on phone calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG-STRETCH. A much-deserved day off today. Welcome back for a brand new hour. There's Bill Bubba Bussy. Rick, glad to be here. Thank all of you for joining the Rick and Bubba Experience. Look around the wacky world. Bubba, we've got a drunk that... You're sending mixed messages here. I mean, drunks will do that. Ooh, baby, it's making me crazy. It's making me crazy. Every time, every time, every time. Every time I look around. Wacky wow. Every time I look around. Come on, Karen. I feel good. Boy, I'm telling you, you know, the the drunk woman here in Florida, she, (laughs) she has kept on trying to randomly kiss strangers. Well. At a local bar, look, she got in the sauce, but but then called nine one one to complain about the business not practicing coronavirus social distancing guidelines. So after trying to kiss everybody, yeah. So Karen gets a few in her, and then she starts violating her own Karen rules. Yeah, you know, it, probably what it sounds like to me, Rick, and I'm just guessing. I don't know. It wasn't there <laughs> that she's out there acting the fool? They try to shut her down. And said, "Look, you can't be doing this. Quit bothering everybody." Right. And she says, "Well, I'm gonna call and report you." That's right. She, That's exactly what so happened. Do we, yeah. do we have a nine one one? Yeah. Now she called five times. Five times. Okay. Mm-hmm. She called five times to report this. And I think on the last one, the 911 operator was obviously over it. She was done with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but see if you can make sense to any of this call at all. Driver 911, West Seattle District Emergency. This is in Monkey Bar, and I'm being told I'm trespassed because somebody observed me not obeying the law, that they're not agreeing to under OSHA and under every other explicable... What are you even talking about, OSHA? They're not letting you in because you're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> There's your 911 operator. <laughs> what are you talking about? What are you talking about, OSHA? You're not getting in there because you're drunk. That's okay. Karen. You're kissing everybody. Trying to kiss everybody. And, and one more thing. I love you. <laughs> so so that's um, she she said Aldra Adams, thirty two. Mm-hmm. And as as and she was as we heard in up. she was in the nine one one. At first, I didn't know she was talking about, about monkey bars, but that's what it's called: monkey bar oh, okay. and yeah. grill. I thought she yeah. was outside exercising. Yeah, I didn't either. So, um, so it says uh, again. The owner says, "Look, she was trying to kiss random customers." <laughs> <laughs> and after but, people complain, Bubba, to your point, then she said, "I'm tell you one thing: if I'm not going to kiss everybody, I'm tattling." Yeah, that's it. I'm yeah. telling on all. I'm telling on every single one of you. By the way, when's the last time y'all were on monkey bars? See, it said multiple people oh, wow. complained about her. Oh approach. yeah, everybody. Yeah, she trying to kiss yeah, them all. Right. No. Nope. And could you she make? She wouldn't it from, leave from when one? they asked her to leave. Yeah, drunks hate to leave. By the yeah. way, they don't want to leave. Right? Well, they want to. They want to the, spread the love. Tell you one thing: I'm I'm kissing folks and I ain't leaving. Yeah. That's, <laughs> well, I mean, when she calls and then says that, they ought to charge her with uh, filing a false report. Yeah, too. I mean, well, you got to do something. And you know, this. By the way, this is one of those things where you know you have friends that have been talking to you, uh, and they've been talking about you know, Alder, we really want you to address your drinking. And she's told him over and over again she didn't have any problems. She says, no problem at all. And what's y'all making such a big deal about? Well, this is one of those moments you get to sit your friend down and say, okay, you know, we have wake-up calls. Uh, you were down to monkey bar. Okay. You got, you, got, you got in the sauce again. You're trying to randomly kiss people. Okay. And, and you wouldn't leave everybody alone. You're trying to kiss everybody in the bar. Wouldn't leave, wouldn't leave them alone. Everybody. And then they told you to stop, and you called 911 five times. Okay, five times 
saying you're going to turn them into OSHA, which has nothing to do with this. Yeah. OSHA is about work conditions. Sure it is. And, uh, and, and you're, you're rambling around, and, and 911's mad at you, and you got arrested. So we've talked about this, and then you wouldn't leave. And so we, they threw her out in the parking you, lot. You've got to address this. You've got to. You have a problem. This is not, <laughs> this is not the kind of behavior that people who don't have a drinking problem participate in. No, it's not. So, um, so anyway, yeah, we'll see. And then there's this Kentucky Wildcat story today. Ooh, yeah, wow. Wildcats. Well, well, cats, well. Are cats are back. The cats are back. Definitely back. <laughs> you may or may not know, because none of us are all that concerned about it, unless you have someone on one of the squads. Uh, they have won 24 national cheerleading titles. Well, yep. How about that? In 35 years. That's a pretty good record. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And It's um, probably why they've been getting away with this well, for a long they, time. They, yeah. they, they have fired not, not just one. They have fired everybody. All the coaches have been fired. Everybody. Everybody. Out. Following an investigation into allegations of hazing and nudity. Now, that's that's a weird list when you see those. When you see hazing and then the conjunction nudity. nudity involved mm-hmm. in the hazing. Yeah. Then you're saying, well, this what in the world here uh, <laughs> on the, my, my cheerleading squad. Head coach Jamo Thompson. Jamo mm. um, B. Ben, ben Heard heads in trouble. Okay. Clan and Kelsey LaCroix, uh, all in trouble. Bubba, and they're even saying it was a three-month probe uh, when they looked into it, uh, and, uh, and, and it revealed. Uh, Three months, huh? They did, that they failed to oversee <laughs> off-campus events that included hazing, alcohol use, and public nudity. Public. Now, well, didn't hadn't we heard these cheerleading stories before that you know they go <laughs> hazing? Kind of stuff you br- like you that. brought that up and it and it and it kind of rang. Didn't Rock Steady tell us something about that, or did she deny those when people were calling you in? Brought up her name. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't. She remember. was intern here. That was, I guess, our only cheerleader we've had from right? Kentucky. We yeah, had one from Auburn. Auburn. We had one from Auburn. But, she, yeah. but I mean, yeah. Kentucky. This is Kentucky. Stuff. But she was in this program, yeah, and this back. program's in trouble. So it's a relevant comment. <laughs> yeah. You know, but I remember we had a conversation with her. Of course, it's been a long time. I don't know if the same ago. people in charge then. You don't uh, know that. Twenty-four national championships, Greg. But Thirty-five years. Same staff. They, they've been there the entire time. Really? You I know, had no idea. Sometimes <laughs> making stuff up. You know, sometimes. Well, Rick. Sometimes traditions <laughs> live longer than any one coach. You know. Yeah. Well, uh, Greg. Now we down. we will say this. We've been looking into it for or three in this months. case. Hand me up. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh wow! Well, there we go. Well, the cats are back. Anybody know how long this staff's been there? Uh, anybody know what's the main guy's name again? Jamo, Jamo Thompson. Jamo, Jamo, J O M O. Look it up. J O M O. Love your delivery today. Hey, listen. Um, so you're saying that as far as as the nudity goes, they would have to do do things for initiation without. Um, if you if yeah, you if you well, tie, under, under, without, under without the, clothes under, on is nudity. They were doing no, but I'm talking about it wasn't. It was just under the skirt, right? It uh, just, according we had to everything that, on, but that you had to. You were doing stunts. It, it runs were, in the family, right? Yeah. Well, I'm trying so to explain. <laughs> I'm just saying they weren't butt naked running around the gym. Well, I, I, I according the, to the reports I, I heard, I have the line. If you want me to read it, okay? It's, yeah, it's here that's what I'm looking for. And and you have sadly stumbled all over. Greg, this goes back to 2019 too. It occurred in the summer. Mm-hmm. A 2019 during retreat at Kentucky Lake mm-hmm. and cheerleading camp. No For camp. some reason, the Kentucky cheerleading squad gets ready in Tennessee. I don't know why, but it's what it says. <laughs> well, about that. Some cheerleaders reportedly perform gymnastic routines that include hurling teammates into the lake while either topless or bottomless. Mm. So bottomless mm. uh, within view of some of the coaches. 
So apparently, at some point, and they didn't stop. Them, at basically. some point, Greg, this won't shock you at all. Here comes the line that says it all: alcohol use was also prevalent. Well, you think? Uh, well, yeah, probably a prerequisite. Yeah, anytime people are doing what is described there, alcohol probably somewhere close. You talking about naked Jim? Uh, right, so he's <laughs> been there. Jamo has been there since October two thousand two. So he oh, would have wow. been the coach. Hey, yeah, that he's been there. Wow, he's been there a long time. Yeah, Jamo made me. So uh, eighteen little years little for Jamo. Mm. Okay, Greg, yeah. that's a lot of national championships right there. It is. So anyway, it says that it's a lot of naked people over eighteen. Years. <laughs> 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 you got a lot of nakedness. Above while while probably while probably inappropriate. Uh, his methods were working. We have to give him that for <laughs> his winning win. national championship. He did win. But there, you know what? And uh, and you know you know we got probably somebody might involve this again. Here's another Karen. <laughs> so anyway, you had one sober person who told on everybody. Greg, Greg, you're, you're just the kind of stuff you look for. Some pe- some of the people there needed medical treatment for intoxication. Coaches were were there. They didn't confiscate any of the alcohol. Some cheerleaders were also urged to perform lewd chants. Oh no, not lewd and, chants. And to yours, Speedy, uh-huh. and to wear outfits that did not include undergarments. Mm-hmm. There you go. All right. There it is. Now, build a pyramid. Here, here's, right into a lewd chant. Here, here's, here's the line. <laughs> the cats are back. The, here's the line that I, that, I, that I can't understand. Listen, here's what I cannot understand. This next, this next sentence, Greg. This next sentence. No sexual assault or sexual misconduct occurred. Okay. Um, well, except for I'm throwing naked people in the lake. I mean, and, uh, and we're all drunk. Normally, alcohol and nakedness leads to bad things. Yeah. Well, I don't. But I, I guess to have that, Rick, someone would have to disapprove of the activity, right? I guess. Uh, there yeah. you go. I guess that's a good point. Um, <laughs> Bobby, you, you make a good point. Well, good I'm, point, I'm Rick. Just saying. No, it's good it, point, Bobby. Yeah, because you would think if somebody's grabbing you, you know, without all your clothing on and throwing you in the lake, that might be different. Right. Right. Are you being asked to do a lewd chant while wearing right. no undergarments? Right. Uh, so anyway, uh, it, it looks like, <laughs> I, you, I mean, he might be, Hey, hurl me, you know, let me go. <laughs> don't, 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 don't you <laughs> hurl me. <laughs> our, wor- oh, our, wor- our worst case, catch me. Yeah. All right. So the, uh, so this coach 17, 18 years at the helm, Jamo. Do we do we look back? Go, Jamo. Is this normal behavior for the camp? Yeah, and just about every other university is holding their breath, going, "Uh oh, uh oh, they're going to find out about us too." Is this a thing? I don't know, huh? I'd rather they hold their breath than some of this. Seventeen minutes past. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my 22 knees. minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. Christopher. Uh, hey, Christopher. Welcome to Rick and Bubba. Thanks for your patience. Uh, you, you were going to try to clarify us trying to remember hearing stories like this? Yes. Uh, so I listen to the uh, TuneIn app all the time. Thank you. And uh, you had a, I think it was a golden ticket seat member. And his wife that were in there, and it was probably around the time Rock said he was there. He said he was a University of Alabama cheerleader, and they did the exact same thing. It sounds like. So did he? Because uh, he, we heard some stories like this, and that's where that, that guy did say that from the from the Golden Ticket yes. Seats. Yes, yes. Him and his wife met there as uh, cheerleaders, and they got married. And uh, yeah, 
they said they did the exact same thing. It sounds like uh, the uh, Wildcats are doing it. And I know Greg wasn't there. It had to have been a long time ago because he would have obviously said uh, Rammer Jammer. Yeah, so he said. Yeah, he said nothing like there was. Yeah. There was no comment of any kind about it. Yeah, I, you know, in, is this one of those things? Like a, a lot of things that go on. There's things that that went that were accepted inside the the circle of you know could be inside football, baseball, basketball, cheerleading, whatever. And now, as time goes on, and and you know, people are saying, look, we're, we we can't we're not tolerating this. And somebody went out and. And said something, then they investigated over three months, and sounds like they found a lot of evidence. But is this now going to lead to the caller's point to multiple programs being going, "Hey, we got to, we got to can the." No, we'd heard about all hazing. this kind of stuff, you know. Yeah. Well, uh, well, pretty widespread. Well, he but, said obviously we interviewed a couple. And I know about we've it. had yeah. we've had one Kentucky cheerleader, one Auburn, and I can't remember what uh, what the discussion was. I, I remember the discussion coming up, but I don't remember. What yeah, had little flickers of of it. I remember something about it. A lot of it, years, guys, a lot of shows, a lot of, shows, know, a lot of guests. I do think ago. it is a saved <laughs> best of. I think. When we discuss this, I, yeah, I he had heard, to look for he it. He heard it on the TuneIn app, so undoubtedly <laughs> like we saved it. Friday. Yeah, because it was on the TuneIn app, so I, I don't, I don't remember it. But um, it, it, it is there are some sparks that are uh-huh. flickering there. Yeah. So, so anyway, but uh, it, it, we got a lot. We got we, the entire staff. They they fired yeah, everybody. Gone. Everybody cleaned house. Huh? Gone. Mm. Uh, and that's the staff that has won a lot of national championships. Um, Joe, Bi- I'll hire them then. Big mistake here. Big mistake here. You know how we were talking about watching. The last dance, how Jordan would almost make up that people were against him to get, yeah. to get himself get motivated. Fired up. Yep. Well, you know, Trump has a little bit of that to him as well. He's always trying to pick a fight, and the worst thing you can do is actually acknowledge and go in. <laughs> and and now Joe Biden, which Greg, you've said it, we've all said it, folks. Look, and this is not even trying to be mean. This is just a fact. This man is clearly, clearly in the early stages of dementia. And, and watching him try to put sentences together and all this, there's no way Joe Biden can finish out no. if he were to win no this term. And and I think we were right. I don't think the Democrats were serious about trying to win this election until the COVID-19 has presented some opportunities. And now they're kind of stuck with Biden. They don't know what to do with him. But anyway, now uh, Joe Biden wants to now give Trump a nickname because he's always giving Biden nicknames <laughs> and everybody. That's funny. And uh, and he he said that um, he said that I, uh, less than a week ago that he was resisting giving President Trump a nickname, but he's now changed his mind, uh, and he's now calling President Trump President Tweety because of all of his tweets and stuff that he does. So he's mm. President Tweety. I mean, you could couldn't he done but, better than yeah, that? Yeah, but you're let. You're pulling, letting him pull you oh, into Greg, his. This is you it. know, we're yes. supposed to be above all this. Now we're acting just like. It. Well, mm-hmm. Greg, this is what you, you know? want. Now Sleepy Joe's going against the president. Yeah. Tweedy. Uh-huh. I bet Tweedy's yeah. got him. By the way, yeah, yeah he he's, 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 he's got pull, you playing his pull, game. But, but I mean, if you were going to go and get in the game with Trump, which I, I wouldn't advise, but if you were going to get in the game with Trump, well, I think I would go with the the you know the hair's kind you, of. Been, you got to be a little more creative than that. The I hair's think, kind yeah. of overdone, but I would certainly go after that orange color. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, 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 yeah, yeah. I would be, I would be on the orange and the, the white circles around his eyes, and I, 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 this would be my statement. Well, that, that's kind of funny coming from a president that basically looks like a carrot. I mean, that would that would be my uh-huh. lead. Yeah, That'd right. be the first one I'd throw out. Rick, you're gonna get people mad. You better be careful. What? I'm, oh. He's playing carrot. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know how people are though. About. Anything. Anything, yeah. A minute ago, I said, if I'm LeBron James, I would take 
yeah. and put my number up there right. by the house and say, see you, good day. Mm-hmm. And I got two emails mm-hmm. saying, hey, Michael Jordan's the GOAT. <laughs> now think about that. I, I didn't say that LeBron was the guy. Yeah, I, I was just, simply. I was just so that's say, what Bubba's right. saying is people are going to hear what they want to hear. Right. Nobody listen it, listens. They hear it. They don't listen. Well, what I'm it's saying is difference. we all know because, you know, we've all played and coached and got to do those kind of things. Even when you see a team that that you are against completely, yeah. and that would be Team Biden, <laughs> you know, you find yourself looking and go, man, if I'd them, I wouldn't have done that. I would have done this. I mean, you just can't help it. I mean, that's yeah. Just, you were in, you were flipping around yeah, playing it, it, which I do. We yeah. all do here on the show. Yeah, but people, it, it's instinctive. But I will go back to what you guys said. Uh, this is a huge mistake yes. from Biden because what that means is just if you if you've got people talking to Trump and they're saying things like you don't need just quit calling him names and stuff like <laughs> that. You know, he's he's starting to go through this and he's it's, it's gonna, he's going to he's going to make himself out to be a victim and then all of a sudden the best defense, which would be to be a victim. He decides he's going to engage. If you're Trump, you live for that. Yeah, I mean, this is well. This, remember, I mean, remember is, some of the Republicans that tried that. Oh yeah, oh, it yeah. kind of blew up yeah. on Mark Rubio. Little Marco, yeah. little Marco, it got him. Yeah, it's it's you 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 don't want to engage anybody at their game. You know, you've you've got Biden to walk into a gunfight with a knife in hand. Exactly, that's what you've done. <laughs> yeah. The the whole thing, of course, it, it won't play with the base. But if you're trying to remember, they're not. And, and I have to tell myself this: they're not trying to get Trump's base. That's not what they're after. No. They're trying right. to get those that voted for Trump that normally didn't. You realize Trump doesn't win if I forget the exact percentage. Uh, this this percentage of Obama supporters voted for him if they'll just stay at home. Yeah. Um, and two, you said Biden walking in with a knife at a, at a gunfight, but he also doesn't have a very good grip on the knife. Yeah. <laughs> no, and it's not sharp at all. No, <laughs> like a butter knife. You couldn't even cut a couldn't cut an Amazon delivery open with it. <laughs> yeah, there's some things that are just instinctive, and then there's some things that you're like, yeah, it doesn't really fit you. I don't think that's your skill set. Uh, bottom of the hour, 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. <laughs> 35 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show, 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. All right, so MyPillow.com teaming up with the Rick and Bubba Show. What an honor to have them. Uh, and I got some great news about the Giza Elegance uh, MyPillow. Have you all heard about this one yet? It, 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 they've, they've now taken one, and, you know, we got all introduced to this Giza cotton, uh, you know, and, and now they're, they're doing a Giza Elegance pillow. And uh, this is – you're going to love these. Uh, they come in four unique soft levels uh, with the patented MyPillow feel to provide you the best sleep of your life. And just like all the mile pillows, they're machine washable and they're dryable. But right now, when you use the promo code Bubba, you'll get to two standard or queen size Giza Elegance pillows for fifty nine ninety seven. That's that's two. Uh, if you need king size, they're just ten dollars more. Uh, so they've created some truly outstanding offers that are waiting for you right now at mypillow.com. And hopefully, you know where to go now. We've talked about this for several weeks. That button that says Radio Specials. So now this has been added, and this is a new product, the Giza Elegance My Pillows, and they've got the different sizes, as I mentioned. And uh, using the promo code Bubba right now, you can you can save. Also, don't forget about the Giza Dream bed sheets, uh, also the best towels and washcloths you ever own. 
and of course the the, the premium MyPillow, the one that started it all. And then there's many other products available there too. So go to MyPillow.com, click on Radio Specials, and take the promo code Bubba with you, and and let the savings begin. All right, so we were, you know, it's as we get on the, you know, the edge of, of technology, and we certainly have done that here. Our industry has has changed a lot, and the way we all consume content—that's the term now. Uh, programming, whatever, is different. And, and there's, you know, there's watching events live. You can still do that. And there's all kinds of technology out there. And streaming has become, as it be, has become more and more reliable. Uh, you know, um, you, uh, you know, people are using these apps. You know, it seems like there's a new app every other day. We're researching another one that somebody, somebody brought up. But in the beginning, it seemed like it was a very simple process. And the process was this. If I want to consume content for free, then I should expect commercials. If I want to cons- pay for for content, I should not expect commercials because you're making money off me on subscription. Because whoever is supplying it does have to make no, money. No, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Or, they, or it won't be around very long. Back right. when we all started you know, Napster, we loved the idea, and it's now the way we all get music, but they were trying to provide that to people. Uh, without the rights to it for free, (laughs) and we all said what? We love the technology, but we must pay for it. And music, in all fairness, is a lot less expensive in this platform than it was back in the day when you bought records and CDs. Right, and because you don't have hard cost of product you're shipping out. Now, they still have behind-the-scenes servers and all that going on. Well, and plus your market, I mean, the consumer just won't pay beyond a certain amount anymore because they, I mean, on Apple Music right now, if you're an artist and you've made your agreement with Apple Music, I pay nine ninety nine a month and I can get anything I want. Right. And, and I don't know how they how they divvy all that up. Do you? No, I don't. No. But bottom line is though. But what we know it you you have to change your business plan as an artist. And we've talked about this a lot, but I just mentioned in passing. You now can't make money just sitting at home and recording songs and say go buy my song. Songwriters still do okay because they've got publishing rights. But an artist who doesn't write their own music, they at one time they could not go on tour if they didn't want to because they made so much money off album sales, and that's not the case anymore. They make pennies off music. You almost use the music now to get people to come see you in concert. You know, and the it, evolution of all that right. and the law of publishing rights versus mechanical rights yeah. and perform all that, it's very – it's interesting, but it is complicated and will make your head hurt. But but the bottom line is there was a day you could just be the artist who sings and performs the songs and what you got uh was was as, as you know, was good enough that the sale of music. I sold so many million of albums and you're you're set. Not anymore. Uh, the tours and the merchandise is where the money is made, the music. Now if you're a songwriter and a publisher, that's different. But anyway, so but it used to be simple. But what we're talking about now it's getting a little clouded. And that is okay. I pay for an app. Uh, it's it's kind of like when satellite radio started. It's all going to be free. All you do is just pay a subscription. And then before you knew it, various parts of, of satellite radio were dropping in commercials, and you were paying for it. And uh, they don't do it on all their channels, right. but some of them they do. Right. Well, we're starting to see this now with the streaming apps. Okay, I paid for the app. I even pay a monthly subscription for access to content, but now I'm starting to see commercials as well. Now, I do know this, and y'all help me, and the problem is, boy, it varies wildly on where you're streaming from. Mm-hmm. Some of them say, here's what you pay if you don't want any or limited commercials. Hulu's a perfect example yeah. of this. Here, here you can pay less. 5 
no ads. Are you going to see more? And Bubba, but what yeah. you said, you got blindsided by some ads on something that I don't know what. Happened. I, I don't even know what service with who. But what I'm saying, I have, yeah, so, it, yeah. You know, we know, signed up like everybody else, so I don't know. Do you what know what you you were watching, Bob Newhart? Right, right, right. Yeah, it, that's that's been our sitcom that we're watching at bedtime every night. Is it on Hulu? Uh, Betty says it is. Yes. So you guys started out with commercial free Hulu or just commercial free Bob Newhart? <laughs> well, it was commercial free Bob Newhart. Now it has commercials in it. Right. And you know, Betty was like, "Well, I thought we're paying for to watch this." And I said, "Well, I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. I don't want." There's two options: one five ninety nine for limited commercials, and in some cases, if you were doing like a when did you sign up for Hulu? Oh, I've had it for because because what they do is okay. Well, that that helps that, but. Um, if you if you've just signed up, they give you the free one first, where you don't have any ads, and then it kicks in to That's where the ads. But you pay more, and if you're paying yeah. the the ten or eleven, whatever it is, you shouldn't be getting ads. I don't know or what too I'm many of them. Anyway. I need to look at it. Well, it, I, just, it just seems like, and now I'm noticing it too. I'm like, feeling a little bit like a hamster on the wheel here. You yeah. know, it just it seems. The, from the streaming service, the watch it when you want to watch it is is really good. Nobody argues that. Yeah, but, no doubt. You know we. It seems like we've just gone hmm. away from our premise to begin with to get it how you want. It's just like, I don't know. It just seems like it's constantly changing, constantly more well, To your point, Bubba, to your point, uh, for instance, Amazon Prime. If I go on there and search for a show and I watch it, there should be no ads, right? I'm noticing that at the first of when a show starts, they'll give you a 30 or 60 second ad, whether it be like Bosch, for instance. I pick season six, episode four. They may before that show starts. They may run a thirty or forty second ad of another show that may be on at a different place. Yeah, yeah. and that's not, that's not other. been that's a new thing I'm noticing. So yep. to Bubba's point, they are changing this. It seems like daily. Well, and, I, and say, I look, I'm not I'm not against the commercials because I think if you have, I'm one of these people. I don't mind commercials if they're done good and they're creative and sometimes they're funny and entertaining, but. It just seems like it's constantly getting more complicated, you know. It's well, because it's pain. new, and people would, would you know, would, if if it's new, then you know what else is new. That is the way we monetize it. We're trying to figure it out as they go along. And at one time, they thought, well, subscriptions will be enough. Yeah. And then they realized, well, well it, 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 I, I think it, there's always, hey, what have you done for me next quarter? Right. You know, and some somebody who's got a big bonus riding on it goes, I tell you what, let's add some commercials. Yeah, and so you know, and then then you get down to what what will be tolerated. Right. And and I think and I think what they've started out. I know with some I've seen is they'll even tell you how long they're going to be gone. Yeah, you know we're. Yeah. B- I we're, like the countdown. Yeah, I'm back. Yeah. We're back. Hulu does yes. that. It counts. Down. I do. I like that too. I like that. Yeah. And YouTube they, yeah. TV does the same. And they thing never do long commercial stuff. breaks. They'll drop yeah. in one. Yeah. They'll drop in two thirties. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's never a long commercial break. Uh, so what they're trying to do is say what you're going to see is if you're going to pay and get limited commercials. Are, are are you if you don't pay, you're going to be dealing with. More but yeah. aside from the on demand, but the evo- evolving is the deal. That used to be the giant complaint about cable. Look, I'm paying to get it in here, and now I got to sit through commercials. Yeah. So we're really back to that, other than the on demand part, where, which is very convenient. And I give you that. Well, that's what I was about to say. Right. Let me tell you where this is going to land. It's going to land that streaming will just replace satellite and cable and then do it the same way satellite and cable did it right 
and that is I pay for it because I like it. And then you're going to have commercials. And then you're going to have commercials as well because, you know, cable wasn't free and and, and, well, and, and DirecTV no. and satellite's not and you free. You go watch The Last right. Dance right now on ESPN on demand when you want to. You're yeah. going to fight through commercials. Oh, you're yeah. going to watch commercials. And if you, if you have an outside antenna now, mm-hmm. talking about TV, you can get a lot of stuff at good quality. I mean, the, the HD channels work really well. I mean, of course, you don't have – you know the hundreds of channels you might if you're in a metro area you might have 20 right but you don't have hundreds and you got a big ugly antenna <laughs> don't forget that yeah well it's not uh, a lot of them are in the attic now if you live you know in the metro area you don't have to have one outside metro like on City. a tower yeah. and all that yeah i mean i'm a, i'm a of course i like towers i'm not anti-towers yeah either. i like i think the, they're pretty i like the streaming <laughs> because i like to go watch <laughs> what i want to watch when i want to watch right and uh and and i am willing to to do what it we need to do to have the technology i i just you know because just the fact of a guy that you know it, it it's like it, it it's not all that expensive or it, it's so fewer commercials than when you're trying to watch something on just regular cable you know if, if you sit down and try to watch a movie on regular cable versus watching a movie on streaming it's, I mean, it's it's night and day. It's a three I mean, and a half hour movie. Yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we're we're stopping and, and yeah, we're, we're going. going for a while, yeah. and then we're coming back, <laughs> and uh, and so it's uh, the convenience of it. But you're right. But to tell you the truth, it's just an evolving deal. You see, every single service that comes around, they always start out thinking that they can be subscription. They're going to do it one way or the other. Yeah. They end up both. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and then and and what you find out is they can give you less commercials. And make it, but but trying to just say the things that say subscription only with no commercials, they always end up adding commercials because I don't think they make enough revenue. Yeah, and the good thing you know. about Prime when it when they play the front end promo is it it does allow you to fast forward. It does. It. You're right. So, but some don't. You know, yeah, you have yeah. to sit there and. and I don't think the Hulu box you can fast forward. And, and, and can I tell you how else it works on this way, Bubba? And you know, we all know this. Our subscription is working, and we're doing okay. And we love our audience, but then what happens? And I don't. This is the way the free market works. I am Rick Burgess's burgers, or Rick Burgess's spiral dogs. <laughs> and and here's what I want: I want access to the people. Yeah. And they're like, no, we just got them over here. We're doing subscription. So you won't give me access to these people? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sorry, spiral dogs can't be over here. Well, let me tell you what I'll pay for you to give me access to those people. We'll let you in. Yeah. Okay. And then what? Second ha- thought, we're going to add another revenue. Stream. So you think that it's really just the services looking for the advertisers? No, it's the advertisers yeah, looking. looking them, them eyes. They're coming to the eyes and saying, we got to have access to those eyes because we don't have them where we used to be. And they go, nah, we're subscription only. And they go, you, so you don't want this check. Well, Do you get confused? Maybe, maybe where, they'll take one commercial. Do you get confused where some of your shows are? You don't know if it's Netflix or Hulu. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I have no idea. You ought to see me pecking and searching. <laughs> I can't figure out where I saw something. Where was that? <laughs> I come out it on here, baby. That ain't what we were watching. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Eight minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. <laughs> Eight six six. We be big. Is our number. Thank you for being with us. Well, I will tell you, Bubba, yesterday we, um, like I said, we had to take a trip, uh, Sherry and I, after the show yesterday. And she said, hey, you know, I'll come by. We'll meet close to the office. Of course, we pulled the 
the same move that we pull every single time that we do this. We pull into our, to our garage, and what do we say? Oh, oh, I forgot to got to get the truck. <laughs> so then, then, then it start, Then you become a pawn in everybody's life. Hey, will you take your daddy go get his truck? I know, I can't do. That. I got someone. JW's coming over. We're gonna work on this. You know, and I'm just, now I'm just, now I'm like a man with no home. You know, I'm a man yeah. with no nobody wants to give me a ride to my truck. You're like a leper. But anyway, she says to me, she says, "Hey, what do you think about us grabbing lunch before we hit the road?" Uh-huh. And I'm like, "Well, you want me to just order something here at the office?" She goes, "No, no, no. We're going to a restaurant. They're open." And uh, and oh, uh, let's no. go. So let's let's shaking hands with danger. Let's go huh? see. Let's go see. Born of home. Well, uh, <laughs> and, and you know how concerned I've been about all this anyway. But anyway, so so the and I was in the beginning. You know, back when they were terrifying us. Uh, but uh, but the um, so so I was um, I wanted to know what it was like because where we live, what is it, fifty percent capacity? Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah, some, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Some are doing thirty three. What the heck is thirty three? But anyway, so. Um, <laughs> So we had uh, a restaurant where we will go a lot of times and eat after church, and you know it's because our church is not far from the studio. And uh, so she goes, "What do you think about that?" I said, "Well, look, I can tell you with almost zero hesitation mm-hmm. because uh, I said I, I I bet you that some of the first ones that have been out there are our brothers and sisters at Mexican restaurants." I said, "I, I said their work ethic, they're ready to go right now." Mm-hmm. And I said, "And it, it'll it'll be perfect. It'll be done with perfection." Cheese and, ready to roll, and so uh, so so we met uh, uh, near a Mexican restaurant, and so we go oh. in, and of course the first thing is you notice now because this has become the new thing when you go in and you look to the left where the register is, it's like you're visiting a relative in prison. <laughs> they're, they're behind the plexiglass. You, know, you pick up the phone. <laughs> so how is it in there? You holding up? We talked to your lawyer. We got some things. We you know hang it. Hey, hang your in there. appeal hey, should be up next summer. Hang in there, buddy. And so then what they would do is – and now this is one thing I'm concerned about. I guess they're just – if they've made it through this, a shutdown, I guess they say if we can make it through that, we can make it through 50%. They can get us to 100%. But 50% also, politicians, can't last too long because the restaurant business plan is not designed for half their restaurant no, to stay empty. No, it isn't. It's designed for it to be at 100%. Because they'll be out of business either way. Right. But anyway, so they're they're happy to be back doing something. So the – all the servers had had masks on uh, and gloves, and uh, and then you would sit every like they they were booths, and it would be like here's a person sitting here, then there'd be like three or four booths, then you, then three or mm-hmm. four booths, then mm-hmm. then another person, yeah, and uh, and it went and went, but you know you almost feel like you're on the edge. I mean, I'm thinking to myself <laughs> how how weird it is for something that was so off the spine that yeah. was just such part of our culture. As so we said, fun. as we've said, our culture, you know, we talked about this back at, you know, hungry, not anymore. <laughs> and that was that our culture speaking to us, the adults today, we're not like our parents and our grandparents where they, you know, cooked every single day, multiple meals. And then you went out to eat on a special occasion. Maybe our culture eats out every day and cooks on special occasions. Maybe, you know, and it's just, it's just a flip. So when we were all forced back into our homes, I know we still had some curbside and people right. could deliver, but I don't know about y'all. We were cooking like triple the meals we normally oh, yeah. cook. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, and so it was kind of interesting. We were eating pretty good too. Yeah, we were too. A lot of veggies. So here. so we were. And uh, you dropped. Hey, you, you dropped, dropped 40. 40. Yeah. Not quite. Yeah, yeah. Seven. 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 <laughs> 
But <laughs> instead of gaining 19, there like a lot of people You're right. did. Right, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, I, like I, I, I look at it as a, a lost you 26. Go. You did. <laughs> I, I think so. My net, my net was 26. Bubba, that is perfect. A lot of people put on the COVID-19. I know you're busy right now, but the government could use it. I mean, are you having to count the COVID-19 cases? Is that what you're doing? Yeah, are you giving us COVID-19 deaths as well? We've all been wondering how Jordan, how he would he would crank up these competitive juices mm-hmm. in the places he would go. Oh, yeah. Bubba does it with food. He does. He does. He does. Yeah. I tell you what, <laughs> I'm going to quote. Calvin. I'm extremely proud. I'm going to I'm, I'm going to quote Calvin Speedy Wilburn. I love how you think. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, jealous of it. Yeah, I'm just jealous of the whole thing. <laughs> Y'all, you got to know how to count and do math like the government. Does. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Uh, so anyway, um, got so a problem 20, this year, put it next year's column, but, Keep but rolling, but I will tell you this, and I'm not saying this is correct or who knows, cause I, I'm just going to be honest with you. I have no idea what's really going on because now we've gotten to the point, I, you know, you can literally have guy who has the same resume, same cr- credentials or a woman will tell you end of time. We're not out of this. You ain't seen nothing yet. Rick, we had a guy testify before Congress said the darkest winter in U.S. history, including two world wars, several Mm -hmm. pandemics, was coming our way. Then I saw a guy last night, same credentials, almost identical, who Mm -hmm. said these things have a lifespan of five to eight weeks. Anything past that is total total fabrication exaggeration. And uh, and this was a medical doctor. So anyway, doesn't matter. Yeah, but they're I, all over the road. So now I'm just going to talk about my psyche. Now the psyche may not be real. The psyche may just be Rick. Follow the science. The, yeah, yeah. Well, I tried. Uh, the, the science keeps telling me two different things. I think this is a perfect example why we don't trust the science on global warming. Remember this too. Yeah. Hey, hey, the prediction people, y'all are on fire. By the way, <laughs> can hey, can y'all get one in the ballpark? Right. Yeah. Well, you said this the other day, and you know this one just kind of got swept under the rug. Well, it's not responding to heat like the ones in the past. Yep, yeah, they didn't tell you anything above seventy-seven. It's not doing good. With it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so y'all made us think. Y'all made us think no heat dies. Yeah. Now, what you may just say is it seems to be a little tougher than the yeah. others. It seems to be able to handle the seventies, but it can't handle the eighties. Now you're not hearing that. Mm-mm. Okay, but anyway, so hey, it can't handle soap. So I will tell you that. Yeah, my psyche yesterday was completely different. Back during the terror, you know, we were in Defcon Diffie. Yeah. When I would go in somewhere, I would almost feel it around me. Yeah. I went into the restaurant yesterday, and I was like, yeah. this feels, I, I, this, this just feels. I can't be scared when the sun shines. No. You know? No, no, no cold, rainy day, it gets on me a little bit. Well, it goes back to what my mom said, too. If you're going to live like that, what life is it? Yeah. You know, at some point, you got to say, that's all. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. the radio revolution rick and bubba six minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport it is a brand new hour and we're thankful that you're here speedy the real greg burgess helmsy Eddie van adler all of team rick and bubba in the mix and we'll chat with you this hour at 866 we be big Welcome back for a brand new hour. Right there he is, Bill Bubba Buster. Rick, glad to be here. Thank all of you for being with us through the pandemic. Pandemic. I'm sure history will record and we'll talk about it for many, many years Yes, to come. we will. Of course, no way to know what's going on now because it's become agenda Boy. propaganda. Who knows? Rick, follow the science. We can't. Follow the science. You're tampering with the science. You tell me to follow the science on, on man-made climate change, you won't let me do that either. Science is all over the road. Isn't, isn't it, it something? 
Oh, science. That's the word we. I love the, you know, the other word too. Researchers, experts, scientists. Does it does it bother you? Because I want to. You know, there's some things I want to have faith in, like yeah. the FBI. I want to know they're well, on good the luck up with and that up. now. Uh, but when I see doctors and scientists and all this, I see them on the internet, and you can go on there, Rick, and there's dozens and dozens of them screaming, "What we're doing is totally wrong." And then you got other people saying, "No, we got to do what we're doing, and we need more of it." I know. I mean, it causes you to lose faith in the whole thing going on because you don't you don't know who to trust. All right, and if how I'm, can how can everybody who's who's this smart say this follow the science and they have a hundred and eighty degree different opinion? How can that be? How how how? So truth, yep. I mean, truth's there, right? Can't we? Can't well, we, there's there's got to be some there somewhere. Well, I would what I would do first. Let's say I, I sat down with Doctor Helmsley, hmm. and Doctor Helmsley said. End of time, horrible winter, can't believe we're back out. We should never go back till we get a cure. I think I would follow up and go, who would you vote for in the last election? And then I'd go the next person. I don't know what we're all upset about. This thing, this thing had three to five weeks max, maybe eight weeks maximum. We should, we should open up fully. Who would you vote for? I voted for uh, I wrote, voted for Trump. Yeah, yeah, I, I mean, there seems to be some pattern to some of that. Right. But, like – in your Rick, I love science. I think I've documented that over twenty six years. See, I don't know enough about but, it to know who's lying. But look, mm-hmm. like we have a we have a headline today. Okay, tell me if this sounds like what you've been told for the past I don't know ten years. <laughs> Eating full fat milk or cheese twice a day could reduce your risk of heart disease, according <laughs> to a new study. What full milk? Not low fat, I do not two percent, all that stuff. Yeah, if I drink milk, I go, I go with the real stuff. Yeah. Our cheese twice a day could reduce your risk of heart disease, I love according to a new study. Now, how can that be when we've been told? Mm-hmm. You it's know, a, it's, it's way like about the, everything. It's like the egg. You know, we've yeah. been this oh, egg. You talk about egg. it's been oh, messed around like a Good hot night. potato. I tell you, who hasn't fared very well either is the coffee bean. No, they've mistreated that, it a little bit. I know. Yeah. Good for you, bad for you. Good for you, bad. for I've you. I've stayed with well, it the whole time. Just the <laughs> caffeine thing, you know. Yeah. You heard it was good, bad, 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 good, bad, good, bad, 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 good, good, bad. Man, man. I, I have had doctors, I mean, card-toting MDs, say, you know, we've tried to find a way to make caffeine bad, but we just don't have any science to back it up. Well, they say follow the science. They follow. They, we, well, we we stopped following the science a long time ago. That's well, right. I don't know. You Apparently, know what they say? Follow the agenda. Some of our science appears to be in error. Well, and I think and history's full of those kind of things. And but I'm one of those guys. I want to. I want to be able to park my car in the medical community's garage and have confidence in it, and not have to go and keep checking to see if it's there. You know well, what I'm saying? I want to. I want to have confidence in something. Well, it goes back to this, and then follow it blindly. And again, I, you know, I'm anti, <laughs> anti, anti, anti smoking. Okay, don't like it. Don't want to be around it. Glad I don't know anybody right. personally that smokes anymore. But but I remember watching. Greg, our dad's heart doctor, smoke, and I and I remember thinking to myself, hmm, "Wow, that that right there." Um, now I know he probably was addicted to nicotine, and he was you know was probably struggling with it. Because the reason why I say that, Greg, he wasn't just a heart doctor; he was he was legendary. The, yeah, okay. smoke smoked like a stack. And, yeah, mm-hmm. oh, Smo- yeah. smoked like a stack to the point they had to build his own office <laughs> right. in a smoke free environment so he could smoke. So, yeah. and I'm not saying this is fair. I'm not <laughs> saying it's negative fair. Pressure. But it goes back, and I know I'm not going <laughs> to spend. Really I promise I won't land here because we made this point again so many times. But it's true. So what I've done is like I just push back and I watch for what actually happens by the people who have told me one thing or another. Because, you know, that's really where the truth lies. For instance, we all must wear masks, says the person who pulled their mask down to speak into a microphone that somebody else who pulled their mask down just spoke in. 
Okay, so I look at that and go, well, that didn't make any sense to me. If this mass thing is the end of time, why did they just do what they just did? Climate change, we talked about this. We're traveling to places to talk about it. That makes no sense to me. I can't follow that. Yeah. Uh, you know, if I look and, and say, let's say that I went to my doctor and my doctor said, you got to get off the pork. <laughs> and then I go into the barbecue restaurant and he's sitting there with a mound of it. I'm just like, okay, I'm not, I don't know what to do with this. I'm, I mean, there, there has to be somewhere where I can find the truth. And I think the closest you can get is to what people actually do. I think well, that, I think that's an excellent example yeah. to follow if you can if, if you, you can, can get a read right. on it. Yeah. Like for instance, the the, the president he, of China. Yeah, right, exactly. When he goes down to the wet markets with nothing but a surgical mask on, after an mm-hmm. epidemic came out of there that mm-hmm. has killed a million people around the globe. I don't think it came from there because he. I don't think they would let their leader go in there no with way. just that mask on. No, I, I'm done with it. You came know, out of the wet market on that one moment. It's over. Yeah. And no, no way the emperor g- g- walks through the wet market where where the the globe killing virus supposedly came supposedly came from. No way does. And, and the Wuhan lab, where we had some access and we knew some of the doctors that had worked on it, and they had told us how careless they were with everything they handled, have mysteriously all disappeared. And we can't talk to them now. To me, mm-hmm. that points to the lab, right? Right. I mean, that's yeah. just me. Politicians mm-hmm. who say we love taxes, but then you look in their life and they avoid them. Right, right. You know, and we, they they move their yachts. Yeah, I move my boat around a half a I, mile I over the over I, the line, so they don't have to pay the very taxes that they impose on everybody. Else. Hey, yeah. we need to get every dime of tax money. Okay, my my response from Calhoun County C student is a flat tax that everybody pays, no exemptions. No, we don't want that. Mm-hmm. All right, you just said that you don't want people to get out of paying taxes. Yeah. That's that's one way that nobody gets out of it. What are you talking about? Right. So then these things don't make sense. I mean, they, 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 they're they hard to follow. They don't compute, Will Robinson. Yeah, and, and so in this instance now, the big opening. So you can't pay attention to this. Georgia says everything's running smoothly, and we didn't just do willy-nilly. We had a plan. Florida, we had a game plan from the beginning. We're working the game plan. Liberal gets on TV. Hey, hey. They're opening too soon. Get, getting a spike, uh, governors. No spike. Getting a spike. No spike. Well, which one is it? I mean, Rick. Yesterday, I mean, yesterday we had story after story how there have there was no spike in cases where they had opened. The lead story on ABC News Network News. I was sitting there watching it. As America opens up, we have a spike in cases. We go to so and so. Right. No, that, that, that. that ain't the same stories I had all day. Help me with that. Then, then you go, hey, just look at the CDC numbers. Well, they're all over the road. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't look at those. I mean, they're all over the road. You remember like Bubba said the other day. Find we, the it, flu it, numbers. I, I, I challenge and you to we find asked, the flu numbers. We asked Dr. Yeah. Odom about that. Their range is somewhere. 24 to 64. 24 to 64,000. Big range. That's a big range. <laughs> so you can't count those, which we have a flu test. It's very standard, been around forever, but you can give us to the person, the coronavirus people. Well, you know what happened. That We don't have tests you know what, everywhere. You know yeah. what happened. They don't know how many flu they got because they they ain't been paying attention to it. They don't know. You tell me somebody says the range is twenty four to sixty four thousand. They don't know. You know what that is? Somebody forgot. You ever had that thing you forgot? Hey, birds, you get those flu numbers for us? Um, uh, uh, I got some COVID nineteen. No, I'm just talking about the regular flu. Um, somewhere between uh, twenty four and sixty four thousand. You, you, is that your number? How about that? What, what, what number is that? Somewhere it could be twenty four. Could be as much as sixty four. Do you know which one? That, that's a that's an error of over a hundred percent. I mean, you can't you can't do anything with that. Wow, 
Okay, mm-hmm. it, it is. And then doctors, yeah, we've been pressured to uh, identify the COVID-19 deaths uh, different than we do influenza. Another doctor, no, that's not happening. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. No, it's not. <laughs> yes, it is. Y'all all, uh, y'all all have I mean, I mean, medical I mean, degrees, right? I mean, you, <laughs> got, you got papers. You know right? what you have to do? <laughs> Who'd you vote for? Who'd you vote for in the last election? That's is what that, I'm saying. Is that, that the filter that everything uh, runs through? I'm telling you, I think the left thought this, we've said a thousand times this election, they, they had no hope, and COVID has come out of nowhere and given them hope, and they're trying to find a way to make it work. They're, now they're stuck with Biden. they got to find something to do there. This vice presidential pick is huge. Yeah. Or they just go to the convention and take it away from them. <laughs> uh, your phone calls are next at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Go. 866-WE-BE-BIG lines are available, and uh, we're going phone trolling right now. We'd love to chat with you. O'Reilly Auto Parts, upcoming events uh, next Thursday, May 28th, the manchurch.com virtual webinar. Uh, you want to you know, see uh, the discipleship strategy that we put together, how to make it work with your community or church? Um, you can do that uh, by going to rickandbubba.com. You'll see there on May 28th. All you do is sign up. It's free. It doesn't cost you anything, and we'll show you how to implement the strategy. Now, after that, uh, dates can, could cancel at any time, but some that are still holding, July the 11th, I'll be in Lindell, Georgia. Uh, this is sold out for the men's low country boil. Uh, I'll be speaking to them. They'll be implementing the Man Church Discipleship Strategy, and this will be one of their one of their um, gatherings. Still on for July the 11th as of right now, as is Bethlehem Baptist Church in Hazel Green, Alabama, on July the 19th in Lexington, Tennessee, uh, at Man Church, I'll be there speaking. They also are doing our discipleship strategy, and I'll be there in Lexington, Tennessee, on July the twenty fourth. So right now, those dates are still holding. If they move, uh, just keep checking upcoming events, and we'll let you know. Thank O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Dwayne. And yep. Alabama gets us started. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Get them phones a trolling. Here we come, phone trolling. Dwayne, go ahead, buddy. Hey, guys. Hey, uh, I got Rwanda coffee in my subscription, and I got my wife to order me two more pounds of it because it was so good. Uh, but the lady said that it wasn't going to be available after this month. Uh, that that cannot happen. Uh, we, you know, I agree. <laughs> we need to have that all. Dwayne, I agree with you. I'm usually not a light roast guy. We did a Rwanda light roast as a, as a trial coffee this past month, and Sherry and I love it. It was so much better yeah. than I thought because I'm usually not a light roast person, but it really was fantastic. So I will I will let the folks at BuzzBox know that that one right now probably we're getting the most positive response as far as the trial ones that we've been putting. I, I agree with you. It needs to go in the lineup. If you haven't tried it, uh, hurry. It'll be done uh, at the end of this month unless I can get it added. Uh, let's go to Andrew and Montgomery, I-92, WLWI. Andrew, go ahead. Hey, good morning, guys. How you doing, buddy? Good. Um, I was just wondering when y'all think I would reopen the golden ticket seats and if you would set it up according to the guidelines in place or not. <laughs> well, we, we, we think we'll probably do it sometime in 2030 mm-hmm. uh, because, you know, Dr. Fauci says we really shouldn't do it till then. Uh, you know, we we're, we had a game plan. We're going to go back and watch the numbers and maybe revisit that. But um, 
but we'll see. Yeah, uh, we're it's still up in the air. We're gonna we're gonna start our interns back up next month. I think. Yeah, so and we'll, then we'll, then we'll it'll ease. be a slow step forward, and we'll kind of see how the, everything's going on the front on the national front and what the the rules are. You know, we we don't have a lot of room. If you got a socially spaced six foot. Mm-hmm. We're only going to have like three people in there. So. Yeah, I don't even know what the rules are, dude. Right <laughs> yeah, six foot right now and 50% occupancy. Look six foot. Uh, let's go to Travis in Mississippi. Travis, go ahead. Welcome to the program. Hey, um, I heard y'all talking about the NASCAR race yesterday and uh, how they were wearing masks in victory lane, even though he had a selfie stick and was the only one. Yeah. Um, I, I don't mind the whole social distancing and washing your hands thing, but wearing the mask, too, is useless because if we're in the same room, and I fart, and you're wearing a mask and still smell it, it's going to do nothing to protect you against the virus, you know? They, I mean, well, that's what they do call the fart sure. test. He's right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. A, lot of people are, a lot of people are testing their viral infection theories with that. Yeah. <laughs> you do remember in the beginning we were told okay. the, the mask thing went back and forth, and then we were told if it's not an N95, it doesn't do you any good. Right. It just keeps you from touching your own face. Yeah. Uh, and then they've come back and said, no, we changed your mind about that, which means those must be hard to find. I think it's to keep your spit from flying on people. It's That's really it, isn't it? In the end. Mm-hmm. But is it, it – yeah. And it I is, don't know. It won't keep you from getting it from somebody else. I saw an article, you know, we get a different one, that said that if everybody would wear them, that they would drop by 80%. What? Yeah. Because I'd, nobody's putting out the germ, right? Is that yeah. what you're saying? I know we've seen in China and a lot of these countries in the Far East, they've, you know, they'll, they'll wear a mask at the drop of a hat. They really will. Know? Because, I mean, they have one of these things, seem like, every other year. I've discovered with the mask, it goes in that list again of I like the idea of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't like actually doing it. I think I, I had A rather, mask is a lot more uncomfortable than I thought it would be. I think mm-hmm. I'd just rather wear, like, a motorcycle helmet or something. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and just have some air popped into it. I yeah. Think that'd yeah. Be bad. And the Greg in me, Greg, thanks for ruining everything. Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe any study because who's who's funding the study? No, I don't either. What's their agenda? Mm. How about this? There's a chance you can get COVID-19. Try to minimize it. Yeah, there you go. Thanks, Greg. Yeah, it's out there. It's real. It can mm-hmm. be dangerous. Uh, minimize it. Mm-hmm. Will in Alabama. <clears throat> Will, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Thirty seconds. Come on. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna try to be as fast as I can, guys. Hope so. Um, on the uh, on this deal that's going on with the coroner right now, I need to give you a quick history lesson of what's what happened. Go back to Reagan years. Mm-hmm. Y'all remember when Reagan was president? He came. This has been a while back, but when he came on. He cut tax rates. Yep. And when he cut tax rates. All of a sudden, the revenues to the federal treasury began just pouring in, just exploding. Yes, that's correct. Yes. All right. Now, the Democrats saw this was happening. They had to stop it. They could not let the people know that that Reagan's policies were working. So they started spending money like crazy, right and left. They controlled both houses of Congress, and Reagan was powerless to stop it. He could not veto anything because they could override his veto. You got me? Yep. (laughs) So, so the debt began exploding, too. All right. Now, fast forward to where Trump is. <clears throat> Trump has done this same thing. He cut tax rates. He cut revol- uh, regulations. Guess what's happened to the tax revenues to the federal treasury? They are exploding. This past year, we took in more money than, yeah. than the, in just a huge amount of money. Democrats can't lo- let people know that Trump's policies are working. So what are they going to do? They cannot, this time... They don't. They don't control both houses of Congress, and Reg and um, Trump's veto can stand. You follow me? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so we bring in. We introduce another idea: coronavirus. We get our accomplices. We get our people in the press to stir up fear, and uh, and start spending that money to get rid of it, to get it out of Washington, yeah. so people will not know 
that Trump's policies are working. And this is proven by look at what Nancy Pelosi's been doing. She is trying right now to pass another $3 trillion package. She's got to get rid of that money out of Washington. Y'all follow what I'm talking about? No, I agree. I, I, the only thing I disagree with, I don't it's think they the invented COVID-19. I think they saw COVID-19 as the way to do exactly what you're talking about. I think about. it fell in their lap. But, but there's yep. no doubt they're doing what you're saying. Yeah. And, and, and I think they think the that the, the spending party's on, so we got to get in on it. And they're trying to spend enough money to make up for everything they've wanted over the past 60 years they couldn't get through. Right. And, and you see that with all the stuff they're trying to attach to it and the fact that you saw what happened with the Kennedy Center it makes right. the caller's point. They just took that money and threw it in the garbage. Yep. Uh, so twenty five million, and then you throw in the blue state governors that can say, "Oh, wait a minute, I didn't mess this state up. COVID nineteen did." Uh, so there's all kinds of plays. New you can York, play what eight billion dollars in debt? California, fifty one, and they're still handing out money to illegal immigrants. Yeah, that's a story today, and uh, the, the stimulus package included for illegal immigrants. Yeah, I think the the giveaway program ought to be no more tax money. You just give it what you got. You know, give, give away something you got. So back if to you, the point. If you're that really sold on the idea. I know that we think we still live in a country that can have a 9-11 approach to COVID-19. That I kind of think that's just not who we are right now. We, we may one day be that again. I don't know. But it's not who we are anymore. You know, the old thing, hey, this is not the time to play politics. It's time for us all to be together. We don't live in that world anymore. So it's all political now and agenda-driven, so it's just difficult to trust. But just be smart, use common sense, and as we said, minimize your exposure as best you can. We'll be back. More phone calls coming up. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show, the two sexiest fat men alive. 35 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for being with us. As uh, we make our way back, can you sing Apache anymore? Is that bad for me? I don't know if it's politically correct or not. Politically correct. As, uh, as we make our way back, and now more than ever, Bubba, it's time to team up with the Rick and Bubba Show, put together a marketing plan. We're ready. Things are opening back up, and you need to get the word out that you're open and ready to go. We can help. Go to rickandbubba.com, look under contact, uh, and uh, we'll put together a, a, a plan for you nationally or locally, and, and we'll help you any way we can. But now's the time to do it because uh, we're going to see we're, we're slowly going back. I'm telling you, we're going to end up, I think, getting back to the time we get to fall. I think everybody's going to be back in just about full-blown deal. I really do. Yeah. Uh, because I think, you know, the people just kind of starting to go, I'm not sure. Like we talked about a minute ago, we're just seeing a lot of inconsistency on this. I, I think y'all been – I think the emperor's not wearing any clothes and we finally have to point to it. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, as we make our way back, what was the one you said you were going? You were holding, you were going to talk about? You had a story, would you say? Uh, let's see. What was that? I, don't I mean, you looked down and you said, I've been holding oh, this Oh, it's about the Pensacola uh, shooter at the, uh, at the air base. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. His ties to al-Qaeda. You know, they – that's been a big story. He, uh, from Saudi Arabia here training and, uh, you know, went on the shooting spree and they said they absolutely, uh, have now identified. He talked to Al Qaeda the night before. So, so, so it, it, you know, I know we're afraid to use the T word. <laughs> it was a terrorist. Attempt. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. And look, we got to have, we, we got to vet these guys out better. I, I know political correctness has been beautifully played by our enemies. 
to let us just say, well, you know, I can't bring up the fact that there's just something about this doesn't feel right. Then somebody's going to say yeah. that I'm anti-Muslim and I'm anti-Middle East and everybody's going to be mad at me. Huh. And then also next thing you know, somebody's shooting at you. Mm-hmm. And you kind of say, well, maybe we should have said something. Yeah, and and part of this story is now turned into the uh, to the iPhone that he had, and the fact that Apple wouldn't help the FBI unlock it. Uh, the FBI has now unlocked it and said they have got a lot of information off of it, and it started that debate again about uh, iPhones and the encryption and should they unlock it, should they not? Um, and you know, Apple says they've got their reasons, and it's uh, it's an interesting debate that we really have not had to deal with in this country because we've never had this kind of problem. Well, I, I guess, and here I go again, I know I'm oversimplifying this, and I acknowledge that's possible, but maybe you just leave my phone alone unless I fire on people and I, and I shoot at everybody. And then once I've, gunned, a common sense approach, <laughs> once, once I've gunned everybody down, I've probably, if I've been gunning everybody down, I've probably lost the right for you not to unlock my phone. Now, don't just unlock it just willy-nilly because you, you don't like my political affiliation or something I said on the radio, but if you want to unlock it because I fired on a bunch of people and you're trying to figure out why I did it, that be I think that's reasonable, don't you? Well, I think the problem is, um, and I don't, I'm not speaking or defending Apple here. I know we can't they, say about negative about Apple. Apple. They said you really – I think they're claiming they can't the way they in, encrypt it because if they could do it, that means there's a back door into it, and if there's a back door, then a, a hacker could get to it too. So – they're saying they don't have that feature, they can't do it, or they won't do it. And law enforcement is asking them to do that. And China, I mean, they also, I saw one report where they said, well, if we allow governments to do this or we go and build this into it, which they don't have, they say, um, then China will also want access to it. And so will every other country. Well, we can't, we can't sell phones that, we're going to give the code to China on. I mean, that's. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, it's all China's it, got to do is compli- watch its own Zoom. Yeah, it's I a mean, complicated deal. It really does get. But yeah. it just seems like if we have a terrorist with a phone, we ought to be able to look at their information, right? I mean, yeah. once they've killed people. But I want to go back to a point that we make all the time: phone, you know, locking aside. If you are someone who's trying to live out your life in peace, and you happen to be a Muslim, and you happen to be from the Middle East, and you happen to have a couple Muhammads in your name. And you want to not be stereotyped. You need to blame Second Lieutenant Muhammad uh, Al Shamarani, whatever his name is. These are the kind of people that are causing the bad PR. It, it's not that people have to get you. Uh, you know, if every if every Muhammad Al Shamana would mm-hmm. not fire on people yeah. and, and not infiltrate the military and, and fire on innocent people, you really they're really that stereotype and some of that bad rep wouldn't be there. Yeah. And, and Saudi so, Arabia is really. You got to call you nuts. Listen, mm-hmm. Saudi Arabia is a handle for us. Okay, right. let me yeah. just say that. Right. Because one, they have been a big oil supplier. Mm-hmm. They were considered an ally, but they're not. They're not. Uh, uh, you know, they don't have democracy. They're. Uh, you know, they have a, a king. And yeah. Well, that's okay. So if you just leave everybody alone. Uh, but they buy a lot of mm-hmm. equipment from us. They are. They work with us on military bases. They help us against more radical countries and governments. But yet, if you look at the people who's done the most damage here, most of the time it's been people from Saudi Arabia, the 9-11 bombers and this guy and uh, I think the guy and uh, a couple other ones we had. So I I don't know. I don't know. It's a a complicated problem. It's like so many things. Yeah, but back to this again, we got to learn this when it comes to political correctness, when we pick and choose, you know, people that we'll like or dislike, which, by the way, is just as bad. Yeah. Okay, then – 
and you know it's so funny that if you give a group a pass that you won't give another group, that's the, you're doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. You're just doing it in a different way. Yeah. But ultimately, it's not the fault of the American people that kind of you know give you a tilt their eye and look at you. Uh, it's the fault of all the people that you know claim the same beliefs you do. It's the way they're acting. It's like you know I, I've had to fight through some things. You know, for us being from Alabama. Well, there's a reason why we have to fight through those things is because people who, you know, used the stars and bars in Alabama and wore hoods, you know, kind of put some stereotype stuff on us that we had to kind of work our way out of. Mm-hmm. So what you try to do is don't behave like them, and then eventually people go, well, I guess we shouldn't stereotype those people. But as long as that's, you know, presently being the way people act, then that's their fault. It's not the people's fault that are getting gunned down. We don't blame those that have been shot. We blame the shooter in the way that person behaves. And, uh, yeah. and, and if that's – causing negative light to be shed on people that's unfortunate but it's his fault not our fault yeah that's who brought all this bad rep on everybody Mm -hmm. so uh, where do y'all land on because like some of these cell phone companies verizon being one of them a former lawyer was interviewed and said hey it's absurd that these tech companies are exempt from laws that required the telecom companies to enable their services and equipment and comply with the law enforcement surveillance requests, but for some reason they're they're exempt. But yet we have to abide by them, like the all you know the Verizon's, the AT and T's, and all this kind of stuff. They have to, but the tech companies get a, get a, get around it. Where where are y'all on that? I mean, do y'all feel like they should all be together, or it's it's pretty in line, or well, you, or it's just a common I've, sense approach? If you if we have a terrorist that's you know. Well, it, well I'm, 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 this goes back I mean, to the whole FBI thing, too, okay? So I want to believe the <clears> FBI <throat> is always the good guy. They're mm-hmm. in the white hat. They're honest. They do the investigation. They bring the bad guys in. <clears throat> all's good. But we've seen mm-hmm. that ain't always the case. So who do? how do you trust? So you're going to let some of these uh, Peter Smirk, Smirk, Smirk guy come in with a warrant and, and get into everybody's phone? Knowing he has a political – see, that's the thing. It gets really, really mm-hmm. crazy. No, it does. When you don't have people who are honest and do their job, yeah, you're right. it, it taints the whole thing, and then, and then it just trickles right down. And I've given this speech, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to spare you all from it again, but it goes back to the point, the point that the social media and, and all of that, the tech companies have come along a lot faster than the laws, mm-hmm. And we never have decided if there could, should be considered a common carrier or not. Once you decide that, it clears everything up, but nobody wants to address it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that, that would take away from all this. Uh, we removed this video because it, it, it's not in line with the political views of the company, and we let this other video go. Right. If you do the common carry, it solves a lot of that trouble. Yeah, because like the telephone company cannot decide if the, the conversation you're having on that phone is politically correct or not, or if it's hate speech or not. And then they turn that stuff over. They are under federal mandate Mm -hmm. to to, uh, accommodate law enforcement. Now, I've had a personal situation where they they wanted you got to pay a bill for them to help you too, and sometimes they go, well, it ain't worth it. (laughs) Right. Well, But But Facebook do not have that, Twitter and all them. It's a whole different deal. Yeah, back to your comment. I don't know enough about it. I really don't, but. I'm learning, back over to Bubba's point, and I'm in conflict, I'm learning that I need to listen to our founding fathers more. And they clearly said, be real careful. Be real careful when you're, you want to be more secure and you're willing to get up free, give up freedoms and liberty in return for security because the people you're giving it to can't be trusted. Yeah. Of course, then there's Greg's approach, guys. 
He thinks Apple really so, helped them, and they're just saying. So, they see, did. under your argument, <laughs> under your argument, be that way. Apple should keep their stuff encoded. Right, right, and that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. And I'm saying I'm you're, I'm shifting that way because I'm yeah, to your face, point. Right. I'm seeing. See, I used to be kind of gullible, right, about the FBI. About I used world. to be gullible. About, I want to be. I want to talk about where I live. live. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you know. What I mean? You know. And and so I realized that. <clears throat> oh no, terrorists! Terrorists! Give them anything they want, and then all of a sudden they take it. Like we found out with Obama and Eric Snowden tried to show us, they're they're not looking for terrorists. They're looking at you. Uh, I, I I was back here. We're 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 trying to look for people that we can attack politically, that we can destroy. That's what we're doing. The majority of people we're watching that have terrorist ties. It, that's that's a small percentage. We're watching all of y'all. Now they told y'all they wouldn't, but they are. They even came up, Rick, with this clever I think I, way. I think, I think I'd rather just try to combat terrorism another way. Rick, they came up with a clever way to mask right. the Americans and not and look at the foreign people on the, some of these terrorist yeah. calls. Well, guess what? You can unmask the mm-hmm. people. That's what they did to Flynn. Mm-hmm. And that's what the, the whole to, to investigation into this is going to be now. Why did they unmask Flynn other than a political agenda and a fishing expedition to try to find something yep. to discredit him and that's or exactly. make him quit his job. And that's how they had the opportunity. In their own to, words. That's how they had the, had the opportunity to do it. Right. And so what the founders were saying is, back to what the truth is what's actually happening, happening, has the government abused us allowing them to have the Department of Education? Yes. Yes. Has the government abused the IRS? Yes. Has the government abused the EPA? Yes. Has yes. the government abused the FBI? I'm afraid so. Has the government abused the CIA? Probably. Okay, so anything we give them, like our founders told us, they'll use it against you. So don't give them much. So so, so minimize what you give them because they can't handle it. I mean, the, and that's why you got to make it as small. You can't make it none, but make it as small. It's about what I just said about COVID-19. Well, you got to minimize Michael, your exposure. Take Michael Flynn. Who is a bigger threat to him, the Russians, the Chinese, or the FBI? The FBI. The FBI is one put him in jail. Yeah. Wrongly. But we gave them what they needed to do that. Scary. And we said they could handle it, and they could. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Sense is a superman. American heroes, Rick and Bubba. Eight minutes to the top of the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. Eight six six. We be big is the number. As we make our way back, uh, if you got some phone calls, we might squeeze a few in here to wrap it up. A couple of stories that we missed, um, and uh, this was one I know that was mentioned way back on the kickoff hour, but if you're listening now, you may not have heard the kickoff hour. Uh, we have a marine biologist who says... Every time you say that, uh, I think it's George. George Costanza. Anybody seen a marine biologist? <laughs> um, but anyway, um, a marine biologist says some species of fish in aquariums are exhibiting signs of loneliness. Um, Rick, how in the world? Uh, how in the world? Could it be that I'm not at the Great Barrier Reef and I'm stuck here in a tank? Could that? Uh, <laughs> well, Rick, could, could that have? Could that have something to do with how it? How can you tell a fish is depressed? Well, I, it's yeah. a fish. They all look depressed. Right. I've right. never seen a fish. I went. Boy, he looks like he's. Just do you tickled. think a fish is even thinking about it, or they're just like, hey, no, there's something to eat? No, they're I'm, swimming and eating. That's all they do. I think cool. I would remove this person as a marine biologist. You've you've yeah. kind of left what we're here for. 
Right. You know, well, now, Rick, now, they, now you're speaking on the emotions yeah, of a you've fish. Lost he said they can look through the glass too. Uh, here's a little. How bit. How does he know that? What it, I'm telling. Here's it's coming from my uh, channel, Rick. Here's just a little bit from the official from the Australian uh, Aquarium. In the first one to two weeks after we closed to the public, some of the larger animals in there really started actually showing different behavior. A lot of people don't realize the animals can actually see outside of the tank and see the people outside as well. Just like us looking at them, they can also look out and look at us as well. And they're not seeing anybody, therefore, he says, they're kind of acting depressed. Depressed, right? A depressed fish. How do you know if it's depressed? Just, well, they, they got that look on I made the, like, I'd like to start catching fish, and when I get him in and hold him, I want to know, hey, mm-hmm. oh, this thing's got a lot of joy in it. <laughs> look at him, he's happy. Yeah. I would say if I had a hook in my mouth, I'd be depressed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it goes back to this again, why I disagree well, with why him. Why do I keep we, biting it, him silver bugs at Rattle? Right. And we had <laughs> a, coming, I did it again. We had a guy in the industry, the fishing industry here, and he says we've we've seen it in the fact that the goofy fish will get caught and turn around and bite the lure again. <laughs> I mean, if, if I look, if you have, if I have the ability to do th- be things like lonely, if I'm out there in any given body of water, and to your point, Bubba, I said there's a silver rattling thing that looks delicious, <laughs> and I chow down on it, and all of a sudden treble hooks just infest my mouth. Mm-hmm. One goes up through my eye, back behind, and makes one of my eyes bulge. <laughs> And everybody drags me into some boat, and then I can't breathe for a long period of time while they're trying to work the hook out with a pair of pliers. And then all of a sudden they take pictures with me, and I'm barely alive when they put me back in the water. I'm not doing that again. That won't happen again. I'm going to think to myself, whatever that looked like, that's off the menu. Now, you may come back and get me with the plastic, and i got to learn it too. But I'm going to tell you this. I don't just keep repeating the same mistakes again. If I've got the ability to be lonely, I've got the ability to say, Watch out for the silver, silver chattering thing. It really is a problem. Yeah, and if I could talk, I'd tell another fish. Right. You know, but can we speak? Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I mean, can we speak to each other? I don't know. And uh, so they're saying the fact that people that, – now, don't miss this. So the fish has adjusted no issue. So a fish has said, I was on the Great Barrier Reef. Y'all pulled me into a tank. Okay? <laughs> I'm good with that as long as I can see people. Right. Right. Emotionally, I'm fine as long as I can see people. But once the people started coming by, this tank thing became the problem for me. The tank's not an issue as long as people keep coming through here and waving at me. But but until that – And tapping on the tank. Yeah, tapping on the tank. Seems like that drive nuts. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, they uh, – Rick, if you're a fish and you've been in a body of water, you don't even understand what glass is all about. <laughs> I mean, you're not used to seeing people look in there. Mm-hmm. You'd probably rather not see anything. Yeah, they're a little depressed. Yeah, I would go the other way. I think I'd be more spooked by the giant figures that I keep yeah. seeing. That well, I, the, according to this I guy. Think, uh, what does he and, know? And the, the interview one? And, and the he, little diver in here that keeps blowing bubbles. He's saying seeing figures and different colored shirts stimulates the fish on the other. Like that, that he, what about get the other fish I'm in here with that have all see, kinds of colors? To yeah. me, I think it's are the fish. That's who I'm. Are, do I like the fish that are in here with me? Yes. Like if this is an aquarium, yeah. Do I like the fish that are swimming around here? I with like me? our fish. I do too. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, too. No, I hadn't liked all of them. I'd like here. to go get on a rock sometimes when mm. Greg's being mean, right? Yeah, but you know, <laughs> I can come out. I can mm. do that on my own. I got to tell you that I'm not I, worried about the people look, outside. No offense, I love the golden ticket seats, but it's been nice we don't just randomly randomly drop fish in here. We we mm-hmm. we, you know we discussed that this morning too because you know uh, yeah. not not all fish are equal. And, they're, uh, not, they're, they're not. They're not. But I will I will tell you this: there's appropriate fish. There's inappropriate fish. Um, There's a lot of inappropriate fish, but but anyway, but what I'm saying is, I I just think my biggest issue is the tank. It's not whether people walk outside or not. Yeah, I, I, I just kind of don't I think like I'd, this tank. Yeah, I think I would be bothered by that. I think that would actually bother he me. He says some of the fish are moping, Rick. 
Well, they swim in a mopey way. Mm-hmm. Can I tell you what? I'm not concerned about the mental stability of the grouper, but I am concerned about his or her. So whoever yeah. saying this, yeah. Yeah. Okay. the only one that really ever got my attention was the dorsal fin. That on, one hurt on the whale. So that, yeah, that was that, a now, that, they were a little depressed. That, that concerned me. That was an advanced yeah. mammal. Okay, the killer whale. Rick. Blackfish, you know you can't get me on mammal. If I got a tail right. and I'm swimming, I eat fish. I'm Blackfish hurt. How about I don't this? care how I get my oxygen. In. I'll say <laughs> this: that's an advanced fish. Yeah, it, it is. It, it really is. That, that's not like a grouper. That's not like a grouper. It you can't do. Tri- if you get a grouper to jump out and ring a bell, then you talk. To I mean, you. what did you do? Great. I put on the scuba stuff. You ever seen a bass play a horn? I had. <laughs> the whale has earned his way in that I could actually think he might be depressed or not. Name one marine show that features a grouper. Name one. None. <laughs> Okay, so I've never seen get a sea bass to do I've, anything. I've never <laughs> seen a brim come up there and let you brush his teeth. <laughs> never. With a giant tooth. Lunch right. with you brim. D- you need a little tiny one for that one. I've never seen a large mouth you can't bass. Get his mouth open. No. Mm. So I throw the ball, I'll catch it. <laughs> yeah. I, look, I'll bat it back to my just, tail. No. They just don't learn tricks. Kid. Look, in a, in a shocker, Blackfish, the documentary bothered us. Yeah, in a shocker, I think we're pro the killer whales not being in captivity anymore. And yeah. I don't even know who I am when I say that. I've been to the been show and it, it bothered me. I mean, I, we need to see them. Can we build a tank bigger or something? Why not just throw them out there in like a natural water but put like a fence? I have a fence. Yeah. Look at that dorsal fin laying over See, like that. See, that's bad. I didn't, it bothered me. And it looks <laughs> it looks ridiculous. Yeah. It kind of ruins all the tricks for me. You know, I should be saying if we can get them a tank, let's go for it, but it bothered me. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.